Welcome to The Conversation. I'm Heil Russell. And I'm Dustin Jackson. And it is June. It is almost summer in the Northern Hemisphere. It is almost winter in the Southern Hemisphere. It's Pride Month. You know what it isn't, Dustin? What is it not? It's not almost E3. Wow. There is no E3 this year. Oh, no. Again? Again. Yeah, we're doing this whole thing again. No, so obviously, E3 was scuttled entirely earlier this year when, uh, you know, all, all the, the COVID variants were still fierce. And, 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 and COVID, COVID cases are rising here in the States again. So it's probably for the best. They said, hey, f- People flying in from around the world into an enclosed space in downtown Los Angeles might not be the best thing. Right. Right. So, however, you know, unlike last year where they attempted a digital E3, which which was kind of uh, weak, it was kind of kind of uh, tepid. It, especially from E3 itself, it, it was kind of a disaster. Um, the, the studios played along, uh, you know, all, all the big ones who normally play along with E3 tried their best, but it, it just wasn't the same, and they just decided this year, we're, we're just not going to do it. We're not going to do E3. But I am. I'm sorry. No. I, I, I refuse to just not have... That third week in June where we, you know, have have a celebration, a celebration of video games. And and so our not E3 2022 will kick off this coming Friday, June 10th. That's right. We're going to have a live conversation starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, our not E3 2022 preview episode and i i know what you're thinking dustin how can you have a preview for something that's not happening (laughs) how did you read my thoughts like that you know i'm I'm pretty good like that some some people say i have the gift (laughs) i've been telling saying that to everyone for years i just didn't know that's what the gift was (laughs) so there's going to be at the very least an Xbox Bethesda presentation on Sunday, June 12th. So that little bit of normalcy, that slice of reliability is still on the table. I tell you, Dustin, whatever happened to the to the milkman and uh, well, well, how did the, the paper go? boy, the paper boy, the paper boy, evening the TV, evening TV, whatever happened to evening TV, TV is not on in the evening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just static. <laughs> Whatever happened to the good old days? Uh, better times. So so we have that to look forward to. So, you know what? We are going to have our Not E3 2022 preview live conversation this coming Friday, June 10th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. On Saturday morning, June 11th, I will be going on my... E3 bear hike, or I guess I should say my not E3 
bear hike where legend tells if I see a bear in the forest, then we will be blessed with good tidings for E3, or in this case, not E3. And I can still read your mind, Dustin, and you're thinking, okay, so we're just going to pretend like E3 is happening, <laughs> but but <laughs> but all we've got going is this Xbox Bethesda presentation where at most we might have a Sea of Thieves trailer, probably, right? Kyle, you're, you're so good at tapping into my cynical asshole brain. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Here's the thing. We don't know if Nintendo is going to have a Nintendo Direct that week. We, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, you would think, you know, they would have a Nintendo Direct for, oh, I don't know, Tuesday, June uh, 14th, which is when they would normally have it were, you know, E3 a thing. That That is the day they would have it. A- and so... Nintendo hasn't announced anything in advance yet, and you know when when Nintendo isn't shackled by conventional structures, uh, a timetable, then they they announce their E three direct well in advance. But otherwise, they they'll just like give you twenty four to forty eight hours notice. Hey, we're having a direct this day, this time. Uh, mm. You know, sorry if you have to work. Sorry if you have a you know doctor's appointment sorry sorry if you're gonna miss it but this is when we're doing it so so they might be pulling this shit on us where we don't know until a couple days in advance so here's what's gonna happen dustin if if nintendo is doing their normal direct at any point this week we will be doing a conversation a live conversation for that, because we're doing a live conversation for the Xbox Bethesda presentation on Sunday, June 12th. We're doing that at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. So if Nintendo does do a live direct, we will do our not E3 2022 Nintendo episode whenever that week they do it. If it's Tuesday, June 14th, we'll do a live conversation for 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. If it's another day, we'll do it that day. If it's not any day that week, don't worry. I've got a backup plan. Ooh. Yes. We will be doing a episode that is an E3 episode without any E3 announcements, without an E3 presentation. It's our ideal fantasy E3, where we openly daydream about what would be the best ever E3 for Donkey Kong Universe fanatics. Wow, I'm I'm kind of more excited for that. I kind of hope they don't do it direct now. <laughs> I kind of hope the new Donkey Kong game never comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do this every year. So, so th- those are my plans because Nintendo isn't telling me what their plans are for <laughs> what would traditionally be E3 week. It's going to be not E3 2022, but we're not doing a stream at Ganza this time. It's going to be more open-ended because I, w- I don't want to just focus on our Twitch channel. I want to encompass the entirety of DK Vine, including our Twitch channel. But also, we're going to throw in some other surprises along the way there because I do have other content lined up regardless of any game announcements we may or may not get 
that week. And it's not looking that hot right now for getting any <laughs> announcements that week. But I still want to have that celebration, that kickoff to summer that we always look forward to. And I thought the best way to do that would be to have another conversation that week, in addition to all the not E3 2022 episodes we would normally have, where we have yet another DKU Tribunal special session. And I've already kind of tipped my hat on uh, social media to what this game we're going to be relitigating may be. I mean, I've already basically given away on social media. You have to go to DK Mind social media channels. I'm not going to say it right here. Damn it, I'm trying to get followers, trying to get likes and retweets. Smash yeah, you that think, button. You think this is all free? Go to Twitter and follow Heil lives off of these follows. If you don't follow him on Twitter, guess what, buddy? You don't get to hear no. about rhinos and video games and all that such. I'll just nonsense. stop this episode right now. <laughs> we'll shut this show down. So, okay, are you following me, Dustin? Is my scattered, frenzied thoughts on how to make up for the lack of E3 making sense to you yet? I'm going to pretend and say yes. Okay, so my thinking is we're going to do this DKU Tribunal episode. So at the very least, there is a chance we will get a new DKU game for the week of E3, even if it's an old game that hasn't been categorized as DKU yet. See what see see see, wow. see see I am going to deliver what the studios and the developers will not. I will give you the gift of a new DKU game. Heil, you're like a sexy Santa Claus. Yeah, I was just thinking about the sexy Santa Claus because I as as I've often bemoaned, there's the whole subgenre of Christmas music about lusty ladies wanting to get down and dirty with old Saint Nick. You know, yeah, you know what I'm I talking mean, about? You know, where, where oh, they're like, I know. Santa, come down my chimney tonight and also uh, come down my fireplace and give me presents. <laughs> yeah, how could that be misconstrued? Santa, I know you come from the North Pole, but tonight I'm going down on your South Pole. Santa, have you ever had a tongue shoved down your throat? <laughs> Santa, I'm going to eat your asshole tonight. <laughs> 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 Santa drops by that house every now and then. So anyway, I can be that sexy Santa. You too can have your ass eaten out. <laughs> that's that's all I want for not E3 week. <laughs> I, I'm going to get on that stage. I'm going to reveal my t-shirt and nothing else underneath. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. <laughs> so, oh my God, this is off to a bad start. <laughs> We're, we're, so anyway, we're going to have other streams that week. Uh, you know, it's not going to be a stream of Ganza because I don't want to limit ourselves to a, a, a rigid schedule, schedule like we did in 2020. I want to be like Nintendo and just kind of be freewheeling this time and be like, we're going to do whatever and you're going to deal with it. But we will have some fun streams, uh, maybe some surprise content, written and visual a lot of stuff will be coming your way this week. I, I am booking the whole week. I'm going to be taking lots of caffeine and downing lots of cider. And it's just going to be a constant stream of Donkey Kong Universe entertainment. So I've, I've got my fingers crossed for the HD remaster of Donkey Kong versus Mr. T. 
that's not happening but you know oh, what man who knows who knows it might happen i don't i don't want to deprive anybody of, of like their e3 dreams it, it would be yeah, like I'm, I'm just i'm just saying grant kirkhope said that he, banjo and kazooie might not be into smash and here we are so here we are yeah don't so, believe everything heil says so stick with dk vine all week long starting friday june 10th because i realize nobody is excited about e3 <laughs> i realize no i realize nobody's excited about e3 this year because there is no e3 this year yeah but we will make the best of it as we always do yeah it's it's like how the grinch stole christmas maybe uh christmas doesn't come from a store maybe uh e3 means a little bit more <laughs> what's well, like matt and i were talking last week sometimes the best e3s are when no games are announced and we get to make our own fun. And and maybe we can just take that even further. Sometimes the best E3s are when E3 doesn't even happen at all. <laughs> so, anyway. Not E3 2022 week will also be kicking off what I'm calling DK Vine's Stinky Ape Summer. Perfect name. Yeah, or well-groomed New World Monkey Winter if you live in the Southern Hemisphere, because I don't want to leave anybody out. I'm glad you're so inclusive. Yeah. Both names are wonderful. So, starting from not E3 2022 week until late September, we are going to have special events, special videos, and big-time conversation episodes. Not this run-of-the-mill shit you're listening to now. No, no. I'm talking about spectacular conversations, including some big-name interviews. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so no matter what the summer provides the DKU... DK Vine will be bringing the DKU to the summertime with DK Vine's Stinky Ape Summer or Well-Groomed New World Monkey Winter if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. And that is the official name. All of that. So just the name alone really uh, sends shivers down my spine. You know, I can feel <laughs> like I can I can tell we're in for something uh, uh, big here. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Let's talk about Rambi the Rhinoceros. <laughs> I guess. Let's uh, let's press F for Rambi. Let's pay let's pay our respects to Rambi. And, and of course, you have to press F for Rambi because Rambi is the letter F in the Donkey Kong Country for Game Boy Color alphabet. <laughs> it's my favorite one. I don't, I don't know why. Just Rambi under the big F is uh, wonderful. Because Rambi fucks Dustin. That is true. I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to give a special shout out to everyone listening live right now in the secret Twitch live stream conversation chat. We got Gibbon, of course, but we've got Jebaha. We've got Ray Day Pinball. And uh, they're, they're going on this journey together with us. They're riding the rhino. It's getting crowded on them, but we're going to make it work. That's my favorite beer slogan. (laughs) So, this is our first character witness episode that's about an animal buddy. And and that might be... I'm happy to be here for it. That might be surprising, though, Dustin, because we love the animal buddies at DK Vine. 
We, we love the animal buddies here in the conversation studio. So why is it taking us so long to do a proper character witness on one of them? Uh, can I take a guess on it? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, because there's not that much to say about any of them. Well, so, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, there's plenty to say about all of them. And I'm including... That's true, my even, mistake. I'm including even the dubious ones, like Zygmunt the Zebra from Donkey Kong Country <laughs> Returns, or... I didn't know he had a name. Well, it's a fan name. Oh, I guess that makes sense. It's one of DK Vine's fan names. Also, Sky... The Flying Squirrel, not, not to be confused with Floral, the Flying Squirrel from off the Donkong Jungle Beat, but Sky, the Flying Squirrel, S-Q-Y, which is our fan name for the second Flying Squirrel that's on screen at the same time with with Floral, that you can jump from Floral to, to the other one, so we named it Sky. We could do a character witness on Sky, S-Q-Y, but I figured the best place to start would probably probably be Rambi. And we had this discussion, Dustin. I was like, I I think we should do a character witness on an animal buddy. Mm -hmm. And we we were waffling between Rambi and Squawks. And I was like, well, Squawks, I feel like there's a lot more to talk about. Squawks has actually had the biggest character arc out of any of the animal buddies. But I think we were both more intrigued about doing a Rambi episode first because Rambi is sort of a more challenging topic. Just a bit. Yeah. Um, the reason I wanted to do Rambi over Squawks, I love Squawks, but, you know, Rambi is the very first animal buddy you meet. To me, he is Donkey Kong's Yoshi, basically. I think he's Donkey Kong's Yoshi for a couple of reasons. Practicality-wise, he's Donkey Kong's Yoshi because he's the first animal buddy you encounter, and therefore, he's the only animal buddy people who only get, like, three levels deep will ever see. <laughs> so so he sticks in people's minds more, right? I rode the rhino. I get the gist. I don't need to play any more of this. The, the Rambi, and then in guard, and then it kind of tapers off from there. But, uh, you know, every, everybody knows Rambi who knows Donkey Kong Country, roughly. So... Right. He, he he is Donkey Kong's Yoshi for that reason, but I think in universe uh he he could be definitely seen as the main animal buddy at least in relation to Donkey Kong. I I would maybe make right. the argument that maybe it's like in from Dixie Kong's perspective, Rambi isn't the main animal buddy, but definitely from Donkey Kong's perspective he is. And and, and to really delve into that, I think we need to parse out Rambi's backstory. As best we can. Yeah, we can try. I'm down. I'm always down to talk about Rambi the Rhino. I like how you're. I, I could see the hamster on the wheel in your in your skull just now <laughs> because I I can read minds and I can also see minds and I know that you have a a, a little uh, domesticated rodent in there. And yeah, you saw Chipper running around on his little wheel. So, and I, you're, I, I said Rambi's backstory, and you were like, well, Rambi doesn't have a backstory. He's a rhino that you ride, and, and you run into bad guys with, and you can break through some walls with. That's, there's, there's no backstory to Rambi, right? That's what, you're, that's what, that's, that's what was happening with that that's, answer. Yeah, more or less, you know. More or less, indeed. Well, when I talk about Rambi's backstory, it's mostly implication implied uh 
context in the games themselves. And I think we need to have this out right here and right now before we proceed. And actually, this is an important debate for most Animal Buddies sans the parrots. But I feel like it's really important with Rambi above all others. So let's have it out, Dustin. And we may not come to an agreement, but I think we need to have the debate. Oh, I'm ready to really get into it. Is Rambi just like a big dog, or can Rambi talk? Is he anthropomorphic? Let let me hear your side of things. Let oh. me hear your side of the debate. Okay, so here's my thinking. Because uh, I, I have thought long about this. And, and I mean, I, I had these debates back in 1994 1995 and um in the games he's mostly portrayed as sort of a sort of a big dog sort of a, an exotic take on uh you know a, a domesticated canine you know you 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 hop off him and he starts panting you know um he he's he's silent. Um, the the only possible canonical interpretation that he can talk. When I say canonical, I mean in the games. Right. Is, is the very nebulous dialogue balloon in Donkey Kong sixty four? When you uh, transform into Rambi in Donkey Kong sixty four, you get a like dialogue thought balloon. That's the sort of in house style for DK sixty four for all of the characters. And it comes up, but unlike a character like Squawks, that's clearly conversing with the characters and with their own dialogue and little uh, linguistic tweaks. Um, Rambi's comes His linguistic off, gymnastics. Yeah, Rambi comes off as more instructional than conversational. I'm going to read you what's in this supposed dialogue balloon when you transform into Rambi. To return to being DK, press and hold Z, and then press left C button. Press and hold Z, and then press B to charge attack. Ah, uh, that classic Rambi line. Yeah, if that was Rambi dialogue, then he needs a place at the Algonquin Round Table, because that that dude is verbose and witty. Oh, oh my. <laughs> oh my. No, uh, I I would argue that it's mostly because Donkey Kong 64 doesn't have uh, any, any other way to display instructions like that. And so it used the dialogue balloon, but it's not actually emanating from Rambi. If I agree it, because that's what they do for like all of the bonus barrels and stuff as well. Yeah, some, sometimes it's used for... I mean, mostly it's used for characters, but it's also used for inanimate objects and just to let the player know, hey, this is what you've got to do. Yeah. And, and for all we know, that's Squawks talking to you just off screen. We just can't see him or hear him. because that, Whispering into your ear. That sounds like vintage Squawks, you know. Squawks always yeah. going on about the left C button. <laughs> that is his favorite button in the game. Who can blame him? Now, to be fair... Uh, in no- some non-canonical outside media, not games, not anything made by Rare or later studios, uh, be- because uh, let 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 me be upfront about this, and this is DK Vine, what what we uh, stand by. I realize your mileage may vary. If you want to say the Donkey Kong Country cartoon show 
is your personal canon. That's fine. You can make it work. But uh, that's besides the point because Rambi isn't even in that. But um, DK Vine views the, the only outside media as canon to the DKU are the ones that the studios had a direct hand in developing, cultivating, promoting, and weaving back into the tapestry of the games. So the right. Viva, Viva Pinata cartoon was the first. And then we've got all of the Sea of Thieves expanded universe material. We've got Ukulele and the Crackle Stone. Uh, I guess the Ukulele uh, card game, the, the game decks thing. And then uh, I guess the Battletoads, the new Battletoads comic could could could, could oh, be yeah. the canon. But uh, besides that, like everything else is is basically just doing its own thing. And if you want to view it as canon, if you want to work it in, uh, I'm not here to stop you. But that's not what DK Vine is going to hold as as canon. We're not, we're not going to like use this as evidence that hey. Rambi can talk, but in some non-canonical outside media, he was portrayed as talking. For example, in the Donkey Kong Jungle Action Special from 1995, which was a one-off kids magazine published in the UK during the height of Donkey Kong Country Mania, uh, it, it had three original comic strips in it, which which are interesting in their own right. Dustin, did you know that one of these? Uh, well, actually, it was it was not even in one of the comic strips. I think it was just in this extra feature on how to draw Donkey Kong. It introduced a new Kong called Ringo Kong. <laughs> I was not aware of this. Yeah, I love any sort of weird, bizarre offshoot Kongs. Yeah, I might have to do a tweet about this this weekend. Uh, Ringo Kong, who who, <laughs> who is a Kong wearing 60s sunglasses in a Star Wars t-shirt for some reason. <laughs> Ringo Kong teaches you how to draw Donkey Kong with, with dialogue. Let me just read you Ringo Kong's dialogue right here. This is getting way besides the point, but I know I hooked everyone by mentioning Ringo Kong. Hiya, banana fans. Ringo here, Donkey Kong's very own cool and groovy cartoonist. Today I'm going to show you (laughs) all how to draw your very own Donkey Kong. So here we go with Ringo's Guide to Drawing Donkey Kong. Ringo Kong. I I love this. Yeah. I I, I need to see this guy. You know what? I'll show you, but right now, I can't be bothered. (laughs) So yeah, and, I would and, love to do an episode about Ringo Kong, but we're here to talk about Rambi. You know, the conversation season 89 episode 24 <laughs> character witness. It's, Ringo it's Kong. either him or Uncle Kong from the Japanese <laughs> DKC2 guide. Eventually, you know, we'll either get that desperate for content or they will be made canon through some uh, rogue developer. <laughs> fuck it put him in and it, yeah i'm all for ringo kong being made can i'll take ringo kong before bluster if i'm honest <laughs> i don't know it's it's so close for me you know what i'm gonna say i would too heil you know i like to draw i i kind of weave a picture every now and then so i think having a cartoonist in uh donkey kong's world makes him more relatable <laughs> <laughs> named ringo for some reason so yeah Anyway, uh, in the first of these comic strips, in the Donkey Kong Jungle 
action special. Uh, Donkey and Diddy have interactions with Rambi and Angard, and Rambi and Angard can both speak. Uh, and, and they have very bizarre dialogue, because even if you've ever imagined Rambi speaking any language, you probably never thought of him saying these words. Dustin, would you like to read Rambi's written dialogue from the Donkey Kong Jungle action special. I I would love to. Just this first panel here? Uh, you, or you, like all of them? You, you, you can just describe what you're seeing in the panel that I provided you. And then read okay. what Rambi is saying. Okay, so in this panel, we see Donkey Kong and Rambi conversing. Donkey Kong is grabbing Rambi by the, by the horn. And boy, his foot is huge. But... Uh, <laughs> DK says to his good friend Rambi, Rambi, it sure is good to see you, big guy. <laughs> and Rambi looks DK right in the eye and he says, The pleasure is all mine, Donkey Kong. Happen to be in the area. Glad to be of service, especially where Kremlings are involved. Yeah, so... Boy, Rambi's mouth. Yeah, yeah. R- 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 Rambi's got this... Uh... It's weird to see Rambi in any other depiction other than like the stock render rare used mm-hmm. d- during the entire history of Rambi and the the country and land trilogies but yeah th- that's not really what i would expect Rambi to to say <laughs> even just this really well spoken yes oh the pleasure is all mine donkey kong happened to be in the area <laughs> oh glad to be of service oh especially where those old kremlins are involved <laughs> That's definitely someone Donkey Kong would ha- hang out with. Yeah. So describe the second panel, if if you please. So in the se- <laughs> in in the second panel, Don- <laughs> Donkey Kong is torturing a critter. He's like breaking his arm, bending it backwards. And he's saying, <laughs> he's saying, "Ready to talk yet? Where are my bananas?" And Rambi is uh, humping a big spire, a big mountain spire. He's hanging on to the top of it, and he says, uh-huh. "I suggest you decide quickly, Kremlin. I might fall off here any second. Yeah, so so basically Donkey Kong and Rambi are betraying the Geneva Conventions. And <laughs> I imagine Donkey Kong 2 is is saying that dialogue as Christian Bale's Batman. Ready to talk yet? Where are my bananas? Where are my bananas, you filthy gremlin? Yeah, uh, and... They're they're basically like the the critter's arm is broken and, and now and, <laughs> and and they're threatening that Rambi is going to land on him and I'm like he looks pained he looks yeah. like he's in so much pain and I'm like one where is this giant spire on Donkey Kong Island two two uh you're you're an enormous rhinoceros with a deadly horn surely there are better ways to threaten the critter than to climb up a giant termite mound or whatever the hell this is and 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 threaten to fall on him when you could just gore him and and call it a day yeah in the games you can just ram into him and he's just immediately dead you don't have to prolong it yeah which says to me that in this depiction and this interpretation of Donkey Kong Country canon both Donkey Kong and Rambi became friends because they're both sadist and they <laughs> yeah. they enjoy inflicting psychological torture 
on anyone they perceive is beneath them. Yeah, this this critter probably, like, gave up when he saw him coming, and they're still breaking his arm. Yeah, yeah. So we got another panel of Rambi, if you would, Dustin. I would love to. Uh... The little box at the top says, not much later, uh, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong are riding on back of Rambi, and they're outside the Lost Mines, uh, with a sign saying, keep out. Can I just say, I really enjoy this artwork? Like, some of it's a little wonky, but it it's, uh, really charming. It's not often you get to see these characters depicted like this. It, it's but, that, um, it, yeah, it's, it's that great, uh, I, I do agree, I enjoy the artwork. In this entire, uh special i i suggest anybody look it up i think nintendo life did uh like ran the whole thing uh a while back but the artwork reminds me of that era that that era before everything nintendo became very standardized and so you would have things be slightly off model but still adhering to to the actual character models of Donkey Kong country and and so you get that kind of it's kind of like a more stout looking Donkey Kong and, and a little bit looser Diddy, but it's still very faithful, very true to what we would expect. Yeah, like look at this grin on Rambi. He never does that in the games, but it's it's awesome seeing these characters depicted in uh, such mm-hmm. a different way since you just never get that. But anyway, so they're outside the Lost Mines. Donkey Kong is looking down at a grinning Rambi. Donkey Kong says. This is the place. Thanks for the lift, Rambi. And Rambi says, A pleasure, Donkey Kong. I'd offer you to come along, but I don't think I'd be much help to you down a mine shaft. Oh, oh, oh pleasure, Donkey Kong. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we hang out. We get each other. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really work for me, Dustin. I have to admit. It, it's... <laughs> and look, honestly... I think no no matter what happens with the future of Donkey Kong, the the rumor new Donkey Kong game, which I I, I would imagine Rambi would probably be in. Um I think he seems like a safe bet, I would I would assume. I think the games are gonna continue to keep this ambiguous. Um a, a possible Donkey Kong movie, less so, if if Rambi or any of the animal buddies show up. But I, I do hope they keep um the interpretation at least open for my taste that most of the animal buddies are just wildlife the 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 equivalent to the kongs of dogs and cats to us Mm -hmm. Uh, because i think it provides that nice contextual relatable aspect to their lives that we can you know uh connect to And, and while i don't mind the broader dku you know, expanding to include anthropomorphic animals, like including rhinos like Big Al and Banjo-Tooie. I, I feel like the Donkey Kong series honestly works best when they limit which characters are anthropomorphic. I, I, th- I thought it worked best when it was Kongs, Kremlings, Bears, uh, and, and then sometimes more abstract characters like banana birds. You, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I think when you start throwing in like, all the animals can talk. It, it's a free-for-all. Uh, pigs are wearing glasses. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think it starts muddling things a bit. It starts to feel a bit messier. And I like when there's the defining line between Kongs and wildlife. Because it I can wrap my head around that. And it, it feels like a more exciting world. 
and if everybody can talk, you're like, well, why doesn't Ramby why 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 doesn't Ramby like uh, have a monocle or an ascot or <laughs> like. Why, yeah, why, why doesn't he run a store or something? Yeah, why is he just shitting in the f- jungle? <laughs> just because he chooses to? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I realize this is all probably down to what you thought, what you imagined when you first played the games. And, and so I'm not saying one interpretation is right and one interpretation is wrong, but I was honestly, in my adult, early adult life... Uh, I was pushed over the edge with my view that Ramby is just a rhino. Uh, because Michael Julius Peterson, M-Dog, a beloved member of the DK Vine and Donkey Kong fan community, did an, uh, a piece of artwork uh, of Donkey Kong hugging little Ramby. It, like this interpretation that... This is a younger Donkey Kong when Ramby was but a rhino pup, or, or whatever young rhinos are called. And, yeah. like, like Ramby's a puppy, and, and Donkey Kong's hugging him. And it's just the most heartwarming piece of fan artwork uh, around. And I'm giving out a plug right now. It's, it's on the DK Vine forum. Uh, not the DK Vine forum. It's, on, it's in our artwork gallery and if if you go to our website dkvine.com you look to the fan artwork gallery it's under m dog so it's one of the first images there it's delightful and i'm like yeah ramby is a big dog i love that yeah i he always does amazing art uh, this is great i i hadn't seen this one before it's wonderful it um you like to bring up the flintstones on occasion dustin <laughs> every day and I, I get the same idea with the Animal Buddies, and particularly Rambi, that I do with a lot of the jokes in the Flintstones, where they're just like us, the Flintstones and the Rebels and the citizens of Bedrock, but they they live our lives through the prism of this cartoonish prehistoric lifestyle. But they do the same things that we do. And I, I get the same vibe from the Kongs. That's what I like about the Kongs. They're just like us. But instead <laughs> instead of, you know, having a fetch with your dog, you might have a fetch with a rhinoceros. I do think the Donkey Kong Country cartoon was uh, referred to as a modern day Flintstones when it came out. That's not true. I made that up. I was going to say, you're just pushing my buttons now. <laughs> I, I said it now, right now, at least. <laughs> it has been said. Uh, <laughs> let it be on the record. It has been said. The comparison has been made. <laughs> but no, I, I think that's a good interpretation of it. They drive their little cars with their little gorilla feet. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, and, and yeah, you're going to get stuff like, well, Squitter has uh, Squitter has sneakers. Where did he get the sneakers? And, and so you get you get some of that. Well, did the Kongs buy the sneakers for Squitter, or did Squitter buy the sneakers himself because he is a spider who has disposable income? But yeah, can can I just say uh, sneakers are a bad gift for a spider, like for Squitter's birthday? Uh-huh. Do not get him sneakers because you need to buy four pairs of them. And he has plenty already. <laughs> with eight feet he goes through them like candy uh, I, I i do like I, I have come around to the idea that a character like squawks uh 
can can have cartoonishly long conversations with with characters despite that like they're they're parrots so they shouldn't be this verbose but you can kind of squint and just accept it and be like all right yeah um and it's something that retro's duology kind of rolled with oh, they, they, they they talk but they're just parrots you know squawks says stuff like puzzle um and and talks <laughs> obviously in uh tropical freeze for the switch is a lot more verbose but you still get the sense that he's just parroting funky right love talks Lo- oh i love talks i'm not i'm not i'm not here to shit talk talks but uh anyway uh my headcanon backstory for rambi is that rambi was a little wino uh living in the congo jungle uh somewhere between donkey kong's treehouse which by the way, my uh, headcanon for Dunk Kong's treehouse is that it was his childhood treehouse that made me cranky built for him, and he uh, he just moved into it when he was an adult. But um, <laughs> somewhere between Dunk Kong's treehouse and Cranky's cabin, where Donkey Kong would have grown up, where he was raised, uh, and and he, Donkey Kong just met this wild rhino in between his homes and uh, hit it off, fell in love with him. And uh, they just would always meet up in the jungle as they grew up together. And, you know, Don Kong start riding around on, on Rambi. And it kind of became his de facto jungle pet from a young age above all others. And, and that's why I think, like I, I said, Rambi is, out of all the animal buddies, Donkey Kong's animal buddy. He's, he's the animal buddy that Donkey Kong has the closest connection with. I agree. I, I I really like that. I don't even have a funny little joke to say to all that. That's just straight up adorable. <laughs> and, and 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 there's there's really nothing in the games that suggests that. I'm just going off of like what I've kind of built up in my own head over the years, and and stuff like uh, M Dog's artwork helped that along the way. But I I think like out of all the Kongs, Rambi is the one that is associated the most with Donkey Kong. And, um, yeah, I, I like that. I, I like that, that whenever Donkey Kong is is playable near Rambi's habitat, Rambi will also be in, in, in the adventure. So, yeah, that that is part of why I kind of prefer the uh, dog-ish rhino uh, idea for Rambi. It, it just works because you can kind of imagine like like you said there's nothing like that in the games but yeah. you can just imagine a cute little interaction with uh well i guess he does the dog pant i that's enough I yeah think. yeah the dog pant is just the best little bit uh of idle character animation i love all of the like idle animations like espresso you know d- doing his ostrich thing and like pecking the ground and you know i i but i i think rare informed so much with so little and you you just got the sense of all of the characters in Donkey Kong Country um maybe not somebody like Squawks but you know like the Kongs and and the the heavy hitter animal buddies in the game you you just right. knew what they were about um and, and Rambi in particular just just doing the pant and you're like oh he's he's like a big dog I didn't even put it together really when i first played the game as a kid but it's like oh yeah he's he's a dog because i was a cat person like i i've i've only had a dog in my adult life um since 2018 so you know i i get dogs a lot more now but anyway 
yeah. As we child Heil, you were more, uh, you were more of a cat person, which is why you gravitated more towards Ungard, the cat of the sea. Right, as he's famously known. I, I'm still a cat person, but I, I like dogs now, too. I like all I animals. consider myself more of a dog person, but I love both. I'm, I'm just an animal guy. So, so am I. Like, I like all animals, even cockroaches, but I, I just, I just don't want to, um, just stay away from me, cockroach. Yeah, that doesn't mean they're invited in every day. Yeah, it's it's like millipedes. I hate millipedes. I hate anything with a lot of legs. Except squitter. Yeah, <laughs> the one exception. Like, okay, you can you can have up to eight legs. Over that, <laughs> and I draw the line. That, what do you need all those legs for? It's gratuitous. Yeah, you're just showing off now? Oh, you have two legs? Huh, check these out. Anyway, you know, I'm, gra- it, I'm glad Rambi wasn't a millipede. Oh, honestly, if they did introduce a millipede animal buddy, I would probably just say, hey, I'm glad they're using animal buddies. <laughs> That's true. That's better than nothing. And if I don't have to ride a millipede, of course, maybe it would be the kind of thing I would need to like millipedes in real life, having it be a Donkey Kong animal buddy, because I hated Parallel Birds before Perry. <laughs> now I can't get enough of them. <laughs> now they have to kick me out of the zoo. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, if you do think that Rambi is the ver- verbose bloke as he as he was in the uh, what was it the, the Donkey Kong Jungle Action Special. Uh, I'm, I'm not here to poo-poo that. That's your interpretation, and it's equally as valid as ours. Uh, this this is just our way of looking at it. I, and I think they yeah. will keep it ambiguous in the games. In an animated movie, if they have Rambi, he'll probably talk. Because you you want all the, the talking characters. They can think stunt cast a celebrity. You know, um... I, uh, I, I don't know, um... Werner Herzog, maybe? I I don't know. I was going to uh, say Paula Rudd. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, they they, they, they can, uh, I don't know, Warren Beatty, Rambi. I, I don't know. <laughs> but they, uh, they would probably do that in an animated movie. But I don't think the, the Super Mario movie or the uh, rumored Donkey Kong movie will be considered canon by Nintendo. As I've right. said before, I think it will just inform the general public's perception of what is canon. Right. I hope Rambi raps in the movie. Oh, you know he will. You know so many characters are going to rap in, oh, in definitely. these movies. And not just the DK rap, which they will use the DK rap for sure. Oh, I'm, 100%. I'm calling it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it's going to be, uh, it's just going to be one of those things where, we're just going to have to accept the Donkey Kong movie not adhering to our interpretation of canon. But, you know, if if what we can ascertain from the Mario movie, whether the leaks are true or not, I'm not going to get into that here. But just based on the casting announcements and the characters we know, it sounds like they're surprisingly sticking to DK Vine's interpretation of Donkey Kong canon as it relates to Mario canon. So, hey, um, I'm excited about that. I'm down for it, yeah. I'm down the clown, even if, uh... Charlie no, Brown? I, even if, uh... O.J. Simpson voices Rambi. 
Yeah, that would be kind of tipping. It would be kind of tiptoeing on the line a little, but, uh, you know, it's still Rambi, I guess. They're like, hey, this is a character from 1994. Who was big in 1994? <laughs> well, the biggest Perfect. celebrity the biggest celebrity in the world in 1994, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Everyone knew his name. Rambi likes to chase things. He was in a Bronco chase. It, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, he stabs thing. Anyway, so <laughs> let let's get deeper into Rambi, shall we? Oh, I I thought you'd never ask. We're 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 gonna get in the weeds now. The weeds where the rhinos live, because the question has to be asked. What kind of rhinoceros is Rambi? Wow, I never even thought about it before. No, most people haven't. I have, because I have a problem. And actually, I've thought a lot about this, and I've come to the realization that Rambi would have to be a fictional rhinoceros, because he seems to, in his design, be a hybrid of a couple of different rhino types. So, I, I think Rambi is a unique form of rhinoceros native to the rare archipelago. Because he's comparable with the African white rhino in his design in all but his mouth and his horn. The horn, uh, what we'll get to, the, the mouth. Let's talk about Rambi's mouth. Why you're <laughs> all here listening to this episode, listening to this podcast, because you want me... Calm down, everyone listening. You want me to describe Rambi's mouth to you. Well, I'll do it. He seems to share the pointed mouth of the black rhino, which would actually mean Rambi is adept at picking leaves and fruits from the trees. I love it. I'm, I'm so happy for him. Yeah. So we know what Rambi does for his diet. However... I, I said that Rambi in design looks like the white rhino. Well, white rhinos have two horns, Dustin. Two horns. Now, you could say, well, Rambi lost a horn, you know, in an accident. It happens. Maybe a Kremlin poacher. That's pretty dark. But, you know, it could happen. Uh, however, I like to think that the DK Isles rhinoceros has but one giant horn. Similar to an Indian rhino. Ooh. So, yeah. R- Rambi is essentially three types of rhinoceros rolled into one. He's the complete package. <laughs> uh, you, if you ever want a rhino, this is the one to get. And, and you know, I, I don't think often about rhinoceroses. Uh, I, I just think, when I think of rhinos, I think of Rambi. Because uh, I'm a primate guy. I love me, my apes and monkeys. And I think mm-hmm. about them often. Every day. Every hour, honestly. <laughs> Let, let's, okay, okay. Not every minute, because that's excessive. But I bet there isn't five minutes that go by in my life where I'm not thinking about some type of ape or monkey. They just pop into your head from time to time. They do. They do. That, and, and that makes my life delightful at times. Because every time I'm feeling the weight of the world get me down, the stressors of our modern world, uh, the funny little monkey pops in. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I like the ones that clang the uh, symbols together. 
Oh, those are those are creepy, Dustin. <laughs> Sorry, forget I said it then. What the, I meant was I don't like them. Yeah, no. Uh, it's going to be similar to what the original design for Tiny Kong was proposed as. <laughs> like, t- I'm very glad they didn't go with it. Yeah, at one point, Tiny Kong was going to be a male grinder monkey. Like the organ grinder wow. monkeys, you know, um, who were similar to the symbol monkeys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, I, with like a little fez hat? Yeah. And I was like, they, they probably made the right choice just ripping off Dixie Kong. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more marketable. All right. So now that we've figured out what Rambi is and isn't, let's talk about how animal crates work, Dustin. Have you ever considered why is Rambi in a crate all day? <laughs> I just assumed he liked it. He's a rhino. He, he could get out if he wants. He bashes through walls. But he seems, he seems, yeah, he seems to like it. He seems to be okay with it, at the very least. So why? Where did these crates come from? With the DK barrels, we do have some baked-in explanation, at least in the Donkey Kong Country story. The Kremlings threw Diddy in a barrel and chucked him into the into the uh, the foliage, into the uh, overbrush of the jungle, and and from there we're like, well, why do these barrels keep appearing why are they all marked with dk and then later dd and dx and ck and fk why and and dk vine has interpretations and theories on that the kremlin curse um they're they're actually like sent magically to the barrels every time they they get brushed up upon by an an antagonist um but but what about the crates because because the crates are never provided an actual in-game explanation and i i agree that they haven't explicitly but there has been an inferred reasoning behind the crates whoa are you you gonna drop that on us right now i just did and 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 oh well i i dropped that and i'm gonna drop what i mean by that so cranky's cabin in the original donkey on country you've noticed right that he has two animal crates to the right-hand side on his front porch. There they are, right there, just like you said. Yeah, you're looking at it right now, Dustin. Uh, I I don't know if they're two rhino crates, but the top one definitely is a crate that says rhino on it. And you might be thinking, well, does that is is that Rambi in there? Is that just a, a spare rhino in case anything ever happens to <laughs> Rambi? He's I, just waiting for his time. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's that's Gamby. That's uh, <laughs> poor, Gamby. Poor poor Gamby's been in there for uh, twenty eight years now. He is really just hoping Rambi kicks the bucket pretty soon. I think Cranky is the facilitator of all of the animal crates, and he is the reason you encounter these animal crates. Throughout the levels, he is putting the animal buddies at first Rambi in guard, Winky, Espresso, and Squawks. Uh, he's the one putting them in there, and the Kongs find them, break them out, and then they can utilize the animal buddy skills in that particular area. I think Cranky's behind it, which would add up with Cranky's later appearances because Cranky 
in many of his appearances, does have some sort of relationship with the Animal Buddies. He is definitely into the concept of the Animal Buddies more than any other Kong. Uh, you know, in, in Donkey Kong Country 2, he's got Winky in the Monkey Museum, and in the Game Boy Advance remake, he's using Espresso for the underground Kremlin ostrich racing. Right, and he's friend to all animals. In Donkey Kong Country Returns, of course, he sells you squawks. Oh, man, that's true. He he really does. Maybe it's because they don't talk. He's like, all right, well, I like these animals better than uh, my son slash grandson who says a lot of stupid stuff that I don't like. I also think Cranky is just the type of person who he is very pro Donkey Kong Island. He loves everything about Donkey Kong Island. He was the steward of Donkey Kong Island, at least until Donkey Kong took over the reins, arguably mm-hmm. around DK King of Swing. Uh, but he he was, I think the Smash Trophy description called him the village chieftain, which well, good enough, you know. But, yeah. you know, Cranky is always going on about how much he loves the island. Um, Donkey Kong Country Returns sprinkles some of that dialogue in there. And also, he doesn't, he seems to be wary of outsiders. He's your typical boomer, right? He doesn't, yeah. doesn't, he, does, he doesn't trust things he doesn't understand. And that includes Professor Chops. You know, who's, the, <laughs> who's this pig wearing glasses coming over from Juicy Jungle? Fuck this guy. I don't, I don't like him. Get him out of here. <laughs> but, Rude, but, but cr- I understand. But Cranky loves the native wildlife of Donkey Kong Island. And, you know, this is even backed up in the instruction manuals where he's, he's, he's always bemoaning that Winky and Espresso aren't around anymore. Um, it, it was a joke in Country 2's instruction manual and Donkey Kong 64. Uh, it, was, it was just one of those through lines. So, Cranky loves the Animal Buddies. And I, I think that he's like, hey, uh, we should be using the Animal Buddies, who th- most of the Kongs have a relationship with already. We should be using them in these adventures. So, he's, 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 uh, he's, he's I don't know if capturing is the right word, but he's corralling the Animal Buddies, putting them in the crate, and then having the crates delivered to where they need to be. That's that's my yeah. I I I think that makes perfect sense. Um, I have, I have nothing to argue that. I didn't even notice those crates on the side of his uh, cabin. I'm sure I've noticed them before. But oh, like, yeah, you that's have not, to have, but yeah, yeah. That's just, it's not something you really think about. Well, it's not something normal people would think about. I'm sure. Uh, well, obviously you have. Are you saying I'm not normal, Dustin? No. Yeah, but that's why we love DK Vine. I have my area of, you know, expertise. I I, I have my speciality, which yeah, I, exactly. I think, I think about apes and monkeys every five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know why I said that. You're you're on the up and up. What is it that uh, the the guys think about sex every sixty seconds, or what? What's the old like <laughs> wives' tale about that? Well, it gets really awkward. For me, when when the two uh, coincide, <laughs> I'm not saying I I'm I'm not saying I'm engaging in any activities with with the apes or monkeys. I'm just saying they're watching. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way you can do it when you know Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong are approving. You know what they? <laughs> I I just like when uh, Donkey Kong go, you know does his uh, bonus level victory. 
uh, animation. <laughs> Diddy's throwing he puts his, his hat hands in the up air. in the air, and he, yeah. he goes hee 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 the whole time. I can't finish unless I get that validation. I get it. I understand. <laughs> but yeah, so. And if you really go down this rabbit hole, which kind of gets us away from Rambi a little bit, this this would get us more into animal buddies in general. And we've already done an episode about animal buddies in general. But if an animal buddy has a pre-existing crate, then 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 Cranky has been there. But you look at somebody like Clapper or Glimmer or Quawks and Squawk in Donkey Kong Country 2's Parachute Panic... They're not in crates, so so Cranky didn't get to them. They are just there, and, and they're throwing in, you know, so... Right. Something to think about, like, wow, Clapper didn't even need any coercion. He, he's just there, ready to help. Cla- Clapper's just ready to go. You say the word, and I will help you out, monkey I just met. So really, when we're breaking down the most noble of the animal buddies, I would say Clapper and Glimmer and Quox and Squawk, uh, probably the best. I think so, too. We don't sing their praises enough. We're going to have to do character witness episodes on all of them eventually. That's not even getting into the Jungle Beat animal buddies like Goofer <laughs> and Orko and, well, I've already mentioned Floral and everybody's favorite, Sky. <laughs> yeah, when you think about it, Rambi's actually near the bottom of the list. Yeah, actually, what are we even doing? Let's just end the episode now. And I've had it with Rambi. Nah, we. I'm joking. We we love Rambi. I love Rambi. That's that's why I wanted to talk about him today. He's a big rhino dog. He's a big rhino dog who may also talk if that's your thing. <laughs> Let's look at his Smash Brothers trophy descriptions for more information on the backstory of Rambi. Okay. All right, so here's what we'll do. Uh, we'll take turns. I will read the description from Brawl. You can take the okay. next one, and then I'll take the one after that, all right? So that this sounds is from, dandy. This is, this is fine and dandy, actually. This is the Super Smash Brothers Brawl trophy description for Rambi. And let me throw in the caveat that, yes... Smash Brothers trophy descriptions get things wrong. They're not 100% canon. From my perspective, my understanding, this is Master Hand and his associates, cohorts, uh, interpreting the events they're perceiving. So they get details wrong from time to time, like they thought that Captain K. Rool was King K. Rool's brother. They were wrong there. They got that wrong. But in universe, that was just Master Hand's foible. That that was his misunderstanding. And once he realized that King K. Rool and Captain K. Rool were the same character, they were like, oh, well, I guess he is worthy of being in uh, Smash. And then send, send him the invite. Yeah, they're, they're only human. They, they have flaws and make errors just like the rest of us there are only parts of humans like the hands <laughs> yeah they put their gloves on one hand at a time <laughs> all right so this is this is uh master hand presumably i will say it's master hand writing the trophy description for rambi the rhino in super smash brothers brawl a rhino friend who appears to help the kongs in their adventures yes appears to help the kongs who knows that they actually he actually helps the Kong. All right. Sorry. 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing in my own, uh, my own ad-libs there. A rhino friend who appears to help the Kongs in their adventures. Ellipses. From a wooden box, even. <gasps> his destructive power lets his rider plow through enemies and super dash to break through walls and other obstacles. Know what that means? It means uncovering more hidden bananas and life balloons. Hell yeah. So that kind of sucked. That, that didn't really tell us anything. Maybe didn't tell we'll, us anything about Rambi. Maybe we'll learn more from the Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo 3DS trophy description that was written especially for the European market. We can only hope. I'll jump right into it. All right. <clears throat> Donkey Kong's trusty animal friend. They say even the mightiest lion would be afraid of him, and with good reason. Since Donkey Kong Country 2, Rambi's had a special move that lets him charge right into enemies at high speed. You don't want to be on the wrong side of that. Yeah, fuck those lions. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I've never seen Rambi... Uh, ram into a lion but i believe it i've never seen a lion in the donkey kong series so oh that's true it's like where where are the cats man where are the big cats where are the, the <laughs> lions and the tigers and the the jaguars and the the cheetahs and the leopards and the the the, the black panthers where are they oh man, we we can barely even get the other animal buddy's back, and now you want leopards and panthers? I know. I, I'm being greedy. I mean, I'll like I said, I'll take a millipede. I'll take a big, giant millipede. <laughs> I don't even like millipedes, and I'll take them. Oh, I'll, I'll take but... a millipede, and then when, like, uh, the, the Kong gets off of its back, there's a trail of slime that's dripping <laughs> from them. It's a game mechanic. Yeah. The slime mechanic. So, so all we learned from Matt is that uh, lions might be afraid of Rambi, so. Yeah, that's something, at least. This is the Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo 3DS trophy description written for the American market. A longtime and trustworthy animal friend, even the king of the jungle, the lion, fears Rambi's might. Mario would love a lift from Rambi, but he is all Donkey Kongs. His impressive horn can defeat enemies and smash walls. And since Donkey Kong Country 2, he can super dash. So it's canon that Mario would love a lift from Rambi. Yeah, I I actually described this once as Mario is thirsty for Rambi. <laughs> he likes that big horn. Uh, and, and this this also, like, if this is actually a, a correct interpretation of Mario's innermost thoughts and feelings. It suggests some discontentment with Yoshi. <laughs> He's kind of like, well, I see the newer model over here. Like, like, I, I don't know. It, it, like, maybe, maybe, because Mario's been with Yoshi since he was a baby, and, and maybe Yoshi just doesn't provide the same kind of thrills anymore. The Maybe the magic is gone. Maybe Mario's got that seven-year itch. And he's looking for another <laughs> kind of steed, you know? He needs a rhino to satisfy him. Um, I, I Look, I think it would be pretty cool to ride uh, a dinosaur with a long tongue who can shit out eggs. I think that's exciting. <laughs> and I think Mario just needs to realize he's got it pretty good. Like, Yeah, like, I... Go ahead. 
I love Rambi, and yes, I, I would take riding Rambi just because I'm a massive Donkey Kong fan. And if, I, if, if Rambi the Rhino was real and got a chance to ride him, of course I would not pass that up. But in the context of the shared Nintendo multiverse, uh, what the hell is Mario going on about? Like, you got Yoshi, fuck off. Leave Rambi alone. You you want everything. You want your little <laughs> you want your little gloved plumber hands in every pie. You're greedy, you Mario. Think, you think you're just because you have a theme park and you're Nintendo's favorite, you can just have anything you want. Yeah, I mean, how long is it going to take for Mario to start encroaching on the Donkey Kong Country section of Super Nintendo World? He's, he's going to like be looking over the wall, you know, a little like painted jungle <laughs> wall, and he's going to—he's just—he's just going to—it's just like Donkey Kong will wake up, and and a little sliver of his park will be taken over by Mario, and Mario's going to be like, "Ooh, oh, you—you you, you weren't using this, were you?" That's Mario. Looks like your rhino is all mine now. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, the, the little Ellie animatronic will suddenly like have a, a <laughs> like a mushroom cap on it. It's like what, what, the, what the fuck is this? Oh no, no, this is this is when this did this is, happen? This is my character, Donkey Kong. This is this is uh, Mushy the Elephant. Mushy the Elephant, my favorite. I do like the idea of Donkey Kong and Mario riding each other's uh, little friends, though. I, I'm just going to cut your audio off. I like the, uh, just Mario and Donkey Kong riding each other. <laughs> Finally, it's about time. You said it. You can't take it back. It's out That's there now. That's true. I got to stand by my word. This is now Dustin's erotic fan fiction, and we're all oh, held man. captive to it. <laughs> I promised myself I wouldn't break it out, but, you know, <laughs> when, you, when you get into it. For for more for the for the complete story, please subscribe to Dustin's OnlyFans. <laughs> That's all I talk about. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine if that was just a thing? Like that was your OnlyFans? You just really got into <laughs> lurid detail over your uh, like erotic fan fiction of two cartoon characters. <laughs> yeah <laughs> could could you imagine <laughs> let's move on and not bring any more attention to it <laughs> just checking in with the live stream really quick uh everybody's silent about this part of the episode but gibbon said <laughs> the, the panthers and our bemoaning of the lack of big cats gibbon said the panthers are over harassing conquer true oh that's true but again uh a rhino is serving banjo and kazooie burgers so that's no excuse there really aren't any lions in the dku are there i can't really think of any in like banjo or donkey i the only one i can think of are the rorios in viva pinata there there are the um the inhabitants of um mayhem temple like Chief Bloat is in, they're they're all they're all cats, right? But, yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it's it's slim pickings when it comes to like yeah lions. There aren't any uh, for sure. It's weird. I I maybe in um bright savannah grassland groove you got the uh, representations of them in the the like the floats and stuff that's and, true in the, yeah. in the in the big celebration but we don't actually see any so oh well it, 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 maybe it, someday it chaps my ass a little bit 
when people call <laughs> lions king of the jungle because don't lions mostly live in the savanna anyway yeah that that's not a jungle what are you trying to pull here it could be jungle adjacent i'll allow that but the gorillas are king of the jungle yeah show a little respect please with anyway. their rhino pets Let's let's go over Rambi's in-game history. So so uh, we pretty much pieced together any bit of backstory we can for him, right. mostly inferred from the games. But we, we let, let his actual history that starts in Donkey Kong Country, and and there, there's not much to talk about. You ride him and you charge things and you break open uh, secret passages, but um. Do you think that Rambi has any sort of relationship with the an- other animal buddies in the game? L- like, we we know he he's uh, he's loyal to Donkey Kong and and some of the other Kongs. He's got that relationship with them. Does right. he does he have any feelings, uh, any attachment to Engard or Espresso or Winky or Squawks? Um. I like to think he does, but we really don't have any reason to think he does either. We never see any interactions with him. Yeah, you you get some very like tangential like things where Rambi might like immediately trade off with another animal buddy in like DKC two. Um, there there's the glitch in the like first wave of cartridges in Donkey Kong Country. You can't replicate this on the uh virtual console editions or you know nintendo switch online but you can like take winky into a a cave that has a crate and and just like go back in there and break open the crate again and then you've got rambi all of a sudden to get some some sort of trade-off there but i i like to think that the animal buddies are at least cool with each other like rambi and a guard might not hang out because One's a rhinoceros and one's a swordfish, and what are they going to do? But, you know... <laughs> they can't go to the movies together. Th- there might be some sort of acknowledgement, like... Uh, pets living together in the same household might, you know, have some sort of, like, loose acknowledgement of each other. Like, in, you know, in a household that doesn't have a dog that's hostile to cats or a cat that's hostile to the dog, and they just, like, coexist, and they're like, yes, I acknowledge your presence you are part of this family. We just might not hang out, you know? Yeah. I, I like to think that. Um, yeah, they're cool with each other, at least. Like, I could see Engard and Glimmer hanging out because they're both fish, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Winky and Glower the Tadpole, who would mature into a frog himself. They, they might hang out in the caves together with Radley, you know, all the, you know, just, just, just cave-dwelling uh, amphibians and reptiles. And... Um, I don't know. Rambi would probably get along well with Hoofer uh, if they ever met. Uh, well, Rambi does meet an Ellie eventually, so we'll, we'll save that. That's but, true. Yeah. You know, Rambi was just basically... I mean, there's not much to say in Duncan Country. Rambi is the first animal buddy in Jungle Hijinks. Reoccurs throughout the game. Is probably the best animal buddy. Well, and guard, but you know, best on land animal buddy in yeah. Duncan Country. 
I feel like there's only one way to figure out whether or not the animal buddies would get along, and that's to do a new season of The Real World. <laughs> See, here I thought you were going to say, uh, actually get Donkey Kong Racing released, or, or something <laughs> like that, but no. I went with The Real World. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to zig, and you zagged on me. You, uh, <laughs> that's how I like to keep it. Donkey Kong Land. This, this is where I think you can real. This is where I really started to get fascinated by the Animal Buddies because Donkey Kong Land. Most people nowadays, younger fans who have never played it, never really researched it, they may not know that Donkey Kong Land is a separate canonical adventure from Donkey Kong Country. It's not just mm-hmm. Donkey Kong Country again. It is a separate adventure takes place in new worlds um and and we believe that the worlds of donkey kong land are offshore islets um because it starts in the congo jungle and the gangplank galleon um docked off the the coast of the congo jungle still presumably and then uh from there it goes into kremlantis the sunken kremlin civilization of antiquity then there's uh, Monkey Mountains and Chimpanzee Clouds. And then there's Big Ape City. So anyway, um, and, and Donkey Kong 2 sort of backs up this assertion. But anyway, uh, there are only two animal buddies in Donkey Kong Land. Rambi and Espresso. A- and if we are to believe that Cranky is the one most of the time facilitating the animal buddies... Why would Cranky only ship out a Rambi and Espresso crate to the Donkey Kong Land Worlds? Uh, good question. You tell me you never guess... thought about this, Dustin? <laughs> not once, but now I'm kind of wondering how did I get through most of my life not thinking about it. I mean, every cold winter night huddled around the fireplace waiting for that sexy Santa to come down, I would think... <laughs> Why, why didn't Cranky ship out Winky to Monkey Mountains? Or, you know, uh, Squawks might have been of some value. I don't know. Yeah, in, in like, Chimpanzee Clouds, he's a bird. In Guard would have surely helped with uh, the Nautilus chase when that Nemo was chasing them in Kremlantis. Come on now. I, I think that for whatever reason, Cranky being the expert as he is on donkey kong island and and the dk isles determined that it it was really more dangerous territory or at least it's territory that the kongs aren't as familiar with out of anywhere on in the dk isles you know it was like uh chimpanzee clouds it's getting kind of dangerous I only trust Rambi and Espresso in this situation. I can't figure out Cranky's logic here, why he thought in guard <laughs> wouldn't be suited for Kremlantis. But from Cranky's perspective, he was like, I only really feel safe bringing Rambi and Espresso. Or he was being a dick and he thought, I, I want to make this harder on Donkey and Diddy because I am making them get their banana hordes back again because I'm I'm throwing a little shit fit over how successful their last adventure was. So I'm only going to provide them to Animal Buddies to make it more difficult. That's also an equally valid interpretation and honestly rings truer to Cranky's motivations <laughs> in Donkey Kong Land. 
Yeah, have fun with a rhino when you're underwater. <laughs> and and maybe he just picked Rambi and Espresso because I don't know, he he drew them out of the bucket, out of the hat. <laughs> out of, out he of didn't pu- realize that on uh, that Espresso can now jump on enemies. Maybe that was what uh, Commuter Kong slash Hat Kong was going to be used for in the game. He just provided. <laughs> He's the, the new ha- animal buddy. No, he just provided the hat that Cranky drew the animal buddies out of. Oh, Cranky okay, didn't have okay. a hat, so he had to call a Kong over who had a hat, <laughs> so he could draw the names out of a hat. But then Paul Makachek was like, "You know what? This whole bit eats up the entire memory of the game. I need to cut it." <laughs> he calls up uh, Hat Kong and he's like, say no more. I know exactly why you're calling. <laughs> you know, maybe when we get the Donkey Kong Land movie, which obviously will be the sequel, the, the direct to streaming sequel to the Donkey <laughs> Kong movie, we'll finally have that bit reinserted with uh, Commuter Kong. <laughs> it's what you never got to see. Donkey Kong Land, now with deleted scenes. <laughs> and they they really add a lot to the it's it's like a five second scene cranky says uh the hat please he comes in gives him the hat and that's it we don't talk much about the design in these character witnesses right and there's really not much to talk about like like with with a character like funky kong we can say then he put on new clothes and with randy <laughs> he's just always nude so there's there's not much to say but can i just say for whatever reason Rambi in Donkey Kong Land really sticks out in my mind. I like how shiny he looks. Uh, like the sprite or the artwork? The sprite. The sprite in Donkey uh. Kong Land, he almost glistens for my... Like like he was dipped in, in, in some sort of uh, chocolate sauce or or oil or um, just, just some sort of glistening goo. Oh really yeah, I'm enjoy. looking at him right now. He I, he really is glistening. He's he's glistening more so than he does in Donkey Kong Land 2, I would say. Yeah. They <laughs> He just got out of the bath. He just yeah. got the call to come over. Yeah, I I get yeah, yeah, maybe maybe he was uh, cuz we, we don't we never see like the watering hole that Rambi hangs out in, you know? Maybe maybe he just dipped, you know, got out and he was like, "All right, fine. Let's do this. Let's get this done with." Put me in one of your little boxes. <laughs> Box me up, daddy. <laughs> R- Rambi's favorite famous catchphrase, if he could talk. <laughs> it says it on the back of his action figure. <laughs> we need a t-shirt. When DK Vine opens his merch store, finally, we'll have the Box Me Up, Daddy. <laughs> So Rambi, of course, came back in Donkey Kong Country 2. And I don't, I don't think there was ever any question that Rambi wouldn't be in DKC 2. Even from an in-universe perspective, if Donkey Kong gets kidnapped, you're going to want... Like, Rambi would want what's essentially his master back, right? Right. Um, and I'm sure Diddy felt very comfortable with Rambi by that point. So it was a no-brainer for Rambi to be included. Meanwhile... Cranky was like, well, I want Winky as an exhibit in the Monkey Museum. Because even though I'm going to bemoan the lack of Winky in the instruction manual, in-universe, I really like Winky. He's one of my favorites, and I want him to be in the Monkey Museum with me. Also, Espresso. I really love Espresso. And I can also use him for underground Kremlin ostrich racing to buy my time while, you know, Diddy and Dixie try to rescue my lazy, no-good grandson Slash son. So, 
Anyway, uh, all, all of the animal buddies are actually in play in the canonical events of DKC2. It's just, you know, it, it took a while for us to get there and, yeah. and, and realize that. Also, Candy's in the game. Um, I mean, she's in <laughs> she's in the GBA remake as Swanky's assistant. So every character does return in DKC2. It just takes a bit. Um so anyway, Rambi is is back in DKC two, uh, and and with in guard and squawks, he, he's he's part of he's he's on the active duty roster, but he's also got the supercharge in DKC two, and and there's never any explanation for why all of a sudden Rambi can now do a supercharge and and guard can do a super stab, and squawks is now you know capable of much more than just holding a flashlight, but. Like Expresso suddenly being able to jump on baddies in Donkey Kong Land, I like to think that the more active an animal buddy is through uh, subsequent adventures, and the more they do in a short amount of time, the stronger they get, the more skilled they get. And then if they're not used over time, their skills atrophy, and they go back to kind of being worthless for a bit. Right. I, I think that's fair to say. You know, they, they had their whole training montage in between games. They really learned how to uh, do their super moves. I guess Ungard just didn't get the memo, at least not in the, in, uh, the original version of Donkey Kong Country 2, but now he's racing. What What's that? Oh, I'm saying, like, they... Uh, in between games, they just learned all these wonderful little techniques. Um, yeah, but... In, but in, in, it, in, yeah, yeah. But uh Espresso uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> didn't really get to show off his uh new super move. He just used it in his silly little ostrich races. Yeah, that I mean maybe maybe his super move was just being able to jump on baddies and he already got that in Donkey Kong Land and uh, Oh yeah, he got it. He really put in the effort before even Rambi did. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, then they, you know, just sit around dormant for a decade and a half, and that's why Squawks can't do jack shit in returns. <laughs> I can, I can, I don't know, I, maybe I can find puzzle pieces. And that's why Rambi really can't do the same supercharge move in Retro's duology, but he can, uh, he can still run fast, obviously, but just not as fast. Yeah, that makes sense, he looks so tired. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, in Donkey Kong Country 2, it's his third adventure in a year, so he can now supercharge. And um, the the other big aspect of Rambi in DKC2 that we need to address, because, I mean, th- this is true, too, of Ingard and Squawks and Radley and Squitter. The Kongs transforming into the animal buddies, including Rambi. What's your interpretation of this? Because this becomes more and more the standard as the country and land series progresses up up until like Donkey Kong Land two and three, you can only transform into the animal buddy. Say for like encountering Clapper, you know Cla- Clapper, you still just encounter him as the Kong, jump on him. You don't actually transform into Clapper, but yeah. and Donkey Kong sixty four, you you transform into them. You ride them less and less until you you get to Retro's duology, and then, you know, transforming into them isn't a thing anymore. But do you interpret it as the Kongs, like Diddy and Dixie, and then Dixie and Kitty, taking on the form of Rambi, but it's still Kitty Kong underneath? Or do you interpret it as 
Rambi is subbing in and like there's no actual transformation taking place. They're just letting Rambi take over. Or do you interpret it as their bodies are getting transformed into the animal buddy, but the consciousness of the animal buddy then slides into it or there's some sort of matter displacement or, or <laughs> what? But yeah, boy, all of these are pretty unpleasant. Yeah, yeah, and and pretty nonsensical. The more I kind of break it down. <laughs> yeah, personally, I think the best way to interpret it. This is just my interpretation. I don't want to sure. say this is the only right way. Sure. Um, I think it's best to think of it as subbing them out. Like yeah. you hop in this barrel, Diddy and Dixie take a back seat, and Rampy's like, "Don't worry, guys, I'll take it from here." Uh. Partially because I do not like the visual of Diddy and Dixie fusing together and taking on Rhino form. Uh, but also just because that would mean the real Rambi would have a lot less to do. I don't yeah. I don't like the idea of being like, what do we need you for, Rambi? We can just become a Rhino. We can just become a Rambi. Then it's like, well, now Rambi doesn't get to be part of this nearly as much. Yeah, and nobody's ever made the argument that, well, Rambi doesn't actually appear in Donkey Kong Land 2. It's Diddy and Dixie in Rambi's body. But right. it, but it's like, nobody makes that argument. No, it's Rambi. It's Rambi. And and for uh, a series and a studio that's as character-based as Donkey Kong and Rare, uh, you, you have to have that. Hold on, I'm, I'm going to crack open a cider, Dustin, because honestly, this discussion is driving me to drink. Yeah, you know, I thought something was missing. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it's weird no matter what, so I'm going to have to get some alco- more alcohol in my system, <laughs> if I'm honest, because I'm already half in the bag. <laughs> oh, I understand. Uh, I'm, I'm half in the animal crate. Box me up, daddy. <laughs> Before taking a big, long gulp. <sighs> so anyway, oh, I'm going to glisten like Rambi and Donkey on land tonight. <laughs> yeah, I... So, they explicitly say you transform into them. So, as a kid, I took it as Diddy and Dixie are, their, their, their matter, the matter that makes up their bodies, are, are turning into, like, a, a rhinoceros. Rambi's actual body, a clone, a temporary clone of Rambi. However, Rambi's consciousness and his soul, if you believe in souls slides into it then and does that mean the real rambi body is then just a husk somewhere (laughs) it just collapses over yeah like you said like this is unpleasant no matter how where you take it there's an element of body horror going into it but then you know banjo kazooie which we uh we view as a spinoff yes youtube comments i know banjo kazooie was not devised as a spinoff of donkey kong (laughs) But it, it, I mean, retroactively in development, that's that's how it shook out, thanks to Diddy Kong Racing. And yes, Diddy Kong mm-hmm. Racing presented it as a spinoff. So eat me, eat me. Um, Ban- you know, Banjo Kazooie does introduce transforming into animals. And, and so, am I suggesting that the animal barrels and the later transformative animal crates? Am I suggesting that those utilize like? mumbo magic or humba magic or the similar type of shamanistic magic prevalent in the spiral mountain region and the isle of hags maybe maybe i am because i don't think funky kong would have had the technology to create animal barrels 
Uh, Cranky, even in his chemistry wizardry, you know, his, his meth kitchen in Donkey Kong 64, <laughs> I don't think he would have been able to capable of engineering something this ridiculous. I think this is straight up magic. Yeah, I I definitely agree. There's no other explanation for it. There is magic in the world. A wizard did it, or in the, or or maybe some sort of <laughs> shaman did it. Um, are animal barrels globo powered? Probably Ooh. not. That's that's probably ridiculous. But they <laughs> they might utilize you know whatever totems, some some sort of similar energy. The mumbo tokens you. I don't know. I don't know. But. It is Rambi. At the end of the day, no matter your interpretation, it is Rambi that's running around in Donkey Kong Country 2, Donkey Kong Land 2, you know, uh, whenever you break out the animal barrels. So, don't worry. It's it's not just a Kong posing as your friend Rambi. <laughs> I sure hope not. That it, It's one of those rare occurrences where a situation being weird kind of makes it a little less fun. I, I like it being Rambi. I don't want it to be just Diddy yeah. and Dixie parading around as a ram, as a rhino. And I did like that you could just straight up play as the animal buddies in DKC2. I don't like how it was then used as a crutch so much. I understand in Land 2 and Land 3, it was just easier to do it memory-wise. Uh, Donkey Kong mm-hmm. Land, you know, you, you just have them be you know, ride them the whole time, and they pulled it off them, but they have all the animal buddies in the game, and, and you know, except Glimmer. Uh, fuck Glimmer, apparently, even though he's on the <laughs> box art. Hmm. Uh, I, by the way, we should probably plug, yet again, Apes Donkey Kong Land 2 uh, colorized oh, mod that that is now available. Um, you, you can speak more to this having played it, just this past Tuesday. Oh yeah, definitely. It's it's wonderful. Uh, he put a lot of work into it. Uh, he basically he uh, did a mod of Donkey Kong Land Two and just colorized it. He made it into a uh, Game Boy Color game, just as he had done for Donkey Kong Land One. Um, and you know, added a bunch of other little bells and whistles here and there. Um, yeah, he did a great job, and it was uh, fun playing through. I had never played Donkey Kong Land before, or Donkey Kong Land 2 before. That was kind of the one where I was like, well, I get it. It's just more or less Donkey Kong Country 2, but on the Game Boy. Pass, skip it. And so this was my first time playing it, and it was uh, it was a good, fun time. And it's not just Donkey Kong Country 2. It's, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it, it, it is in some ways, but <laughs> it's got its own unique takes on the levels, which is... Uh, exactly, important. and Rambi's in it, too. And Rambi is in it, yeah. Um, you know, it, I feel like I should bring up the, the, the one time that Rambi sort of encountered a boss, because, you know, Animal Buddies started fighting bosses in Donkey Kong Country 2, Rambi didn't have that privilege, but he was chased by a boss. <laughs> yeah, good enough. Uh, King Zing uh, chased Rambi through the Zinger Hive, and it was squ- it was up to Squawks to actually finish him off to to actually fight the King of the Zingers. But but Rambi got chased by him and uh, gave us the great piece of music, "Run Rambi, Run." Mm-hmm. 
I, I definitely feel like this is one of the more memorable uh, Rambi little bits. Uh, it's cool that he gets to... Would, do you think it's fair to say this is the breakout Rambi stage? Like, this is the one where he gets the most uh, spotlight? Um... Yeah, I, I, I think so. I can't think of another stage that really spotlights Rambi to the degree that it does um because obviously you know Rambi's in other stages he's in pirate panic um you know he kicks off the game yet again but um yeah that that's really where where Rambi is like the focal point and and the centerpiece of the action that's happening so yeah Another thing that's interesting to me is I was reading um, I was reading the Wikipedia article on Mario Wiki about Rambi, uh, you know, just to kind of brush up on my Rambi history. Of course, but, as uh, one does. Yeah, of course. But one thing I thought was interesting is that Rambi is in more levels in Donkey Kong Country 2 than he is in Donkey Kong Country 1. That's not surprising to me, really, because I feel like DKC2 utilized the Animal Buddies a lot more efficiently than Donkey yeah. Country 1 did. I feel like it was a more haphazard, almost afterthought in DKC 1. We love them, and, and obviously they spoke to us, and they they left their mark, but DKC 2 incorporated them in very thoughtful, intelligent ways, where it just felt like in DKC 1, it's like, all right, here's the rhino, all right, here's the here's the ostrich, I don't know, what do you want? What <laughs> Just you... throw them here and, here and there. Don't don't even worry about if you can actually make that jump with un- with Espresso, who cares? Yeah, so, yeah, that's, that, it doesn't surprise me one bit, honestly. Yeah, it, it, it just never occurred to me. I was kind of thinking, Rambi debuted in the first game, but he only has like three stages. It's it's not surprising, but it is interesting to think about since uh, the first one's his debut game. But here's where he really gets to shine. I think also Rambi left such a huge mark because a lot of us kept replaying Jungle Hijinks. Um, because after all, you have to stick to the treetops in Jungle Hijinks. <laughs> As we all know. Lives. Yeah, but... It was just such a great set piece to get to ride around on Rambi as, depending on your interpretation, which is my go-to stock phrase in this episode, but, you know, (laughs) some people say as night rolls in at the end of Jungle Hijinks, others will say as the storm of Ropey Rampage rolls in, but as it gets dark, you know, you, you can ride ride as Rambi to the end, and then you can just turn around and ride as Rambi in the darkness of the stage. Uh, and I, I used to call that being the Night Rider. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I would refer to it as a child. I'm the Night Rider riding on Rambi <laughs> in the You were dark. the coolest kid in school. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that was just a great, like, whenever I wanted to just hang out, hang out on Donkey Kong Island in the Congo jungle. That's how I would do it. I I would go to Jungle Hydrants, clear it of enemies, and then just go back and forth riding Rambi. Can can you imagine a more pleasant sight than watching a gorilla and a monkey ride on a rhino at at night? I think about it at least every five minutes, Dustin. (laughs) That's true. I forgot about that. So Rambi was in Donkey Kong Land 2, served... Pretty much the same role, except you could only transform into him in Donkey Kong Land 2. Right. Um, 
obviously, like the the big question then, the big gaping hole in Rambi lore. Where was he in Donkey Kong Country Three and Donkey Kong Land Three? Where was he? Why did Rambi sit that one out? I'm not just I'm not talking about from an uh, out of universe developmental perspective. I'm talking in universe. Why why was Rambi taking a break then? Why was he on hiatus? What was wrong with Rambi? <laughs> what was wrong with Rambi? Don't you love him? I, I so so I think I don't know. I think Dixie never cultivated quite the relationship with Rambi that Donkey and Diddy did. Yeah, because Diddy meets him. He meets him in the first game, and then by Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy and Rambi are like, hey, what's up, man? Remember our last adventure? And Dixie's just kind of like, oh, uh, yeah, he's my boyfriend's friend. (laughs) I could see Dixie, like, hitting it off with... In guard and squawks for sure, and, and, and squitter, and but I don't know. Her and Rambi never clicked. She's not a she's not a dog person, you know. So, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. So maybe you know w- when she was setting out to the northern hemisphere to go to look for uh, for Donkey and Diddy. I, I don't know how the animal buddies. That came with her, came with her to the Northern Hemisphere because, like, there, there's an explanation for why all the Kongs are there. You know, Funky's opening up his business. Uh, Wrinkly, I guess, is vacationing there. Cranky is, is also there, but he's wasting all his time with Swanky, who Swanky has like relocated there after getting kicked off television. And, and he's you know opening up his his, his carnival sideshow. So you got you got you got the Kongs there. That that's all accounted for. Why the Kongs that are there are there, and why the Kongs that aren't there, like Candy, aren't there? I guess. But what about the animal buddies? Um, how did did Dixie get them all to like? to come with her before she was setting out like well i might run into trouble so i let's say i'll take in guard i'll take squawks i'll take squitter uh i'll, I'll take quacks sure why not um <laughs> but uh, i'm not gonna worry myself with Rambi. you know what i my thought was when you first asked uh where was he my first thought was maybe kitty was just scared of him <laughs> Because Rambi always has this uh, put-offish look on it. He always looks upset and angry. Maybe Kitty took one look at him and he went, <laughs> And so Dixie was like, all right, well, instead we'll get a cute little elephant instead. Well, that would make sense because as we all know, Kitty Kong is a cat person. <laughs> as we bring up every time. <laughs> <laughs> that I think on my list of favorite DK Vine inside jokes, that's at least in the top twenty. Right. Unfortunately, you know the the list only has one thing on there, and it's kitties, kitties, <laughs> written twenty times. <laughs> so I, I guess it speaks for itself. 
<laughs> you know, it's also possible, too, if we go with the theory that Cranky provides animal whisks. Cranky didn't do much in DKC3. He was mm-hmm. wasting all of his time, you know, chucking his balls around with Swanky. But but maybe Cranky still got the animal buddies involved. And maybe he just didn't find Rambi in time. Um, maybe maybe Rambi was off somewhere deep in the Congo Cranky couldn't find him. I mean, maybe this was like he was doing this by proxy because he was already in the Northern Hemisphere. And it's like, hey, I need like he called up Commuter Kong, Hat Kong. And he's like, hey, hey, I need you. I don't know why I've developed this relationship between the two all of a sudden in this episode. (laughs) I love the idea of Hat Kong or Commuter Kong just always being on call, always ready to help. I need you to get the spare key under the mat, get into my cabin Find the big butterfly net. It's right underneath <laughs> Saberwolf's head. I need you to go get a, here. I've got a list of the animals I need you to ca- capture, put in crates, and have shipped to the Northern Hemisphere ASAP. And 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 Commuter Kong just couldn't find Rambi anywhere. I, t- I don't think Rambi's omission in DKC three from an inner universe perspective was one out of. Uh, indifference or or outright hatred i just think maybe sometimes they can't find them you know they, they have lives yeah. rambi didn't know there was going to be an adventure he didn't know donkey and diddy were going to go missing we're going to get thrown into the body of the new puppet kremlin ruler who's a robot yeah he already had plans to visit his parents that week <laughs> yeah so I, I i think that um Ellie and Perry were, were just new animal buddies that they, they used to kind of pad out the ranks because they couldn't find Rambi in time. Because uh, Espresso was MIA, because Winky and Radley were, were off, you know, it's their poker night or what, I don't, I don't you know. But we couldn't find the rhino you wanted, but have you ever heard of a parallel bird? Got the job done, didn't he? <laughs> it sure did. Oh, we all doubted <laughs> Perry, but oh, Perry showed us. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you know when, when Dixie was setting out in Donkey Kong Land Three. So this Donkey Kong Land Three is interesting because Donkey Kong Land Three, there is a whole other adventure going on with Donkey and Diddy as they attempt to do the same thing as Dixie and Kitty are doing: find the lost world. Mm-hmm. And so I like to think that Donkey and Diddy had their own group of animal buddies assisting them. And so Mamie, because uh, Donkey and Diddy set off and excluded Dixie, and that's why Dixie got Kitty to be her partner again, because she, she, was, she was left out and she was like, well, fuck you two. I'm going to find the Lost World first, girl power. And of course, K. Roll beats them all, and, and that's a whole thing. But, um, I mean, that's the plot of DKL3. And so Dixie relies on the animal buddies that mostly assisted her in, in her adventure. Uh, Ellie, Ingard, Squawks, Squitter. And the, the back of the box says Perry, but Perry isn't in DKL3, actually. <laughs> what a lying statement that was. I know. I had a class action lawsuit in 1997. <laughs> It was me and the other Perry fanatics. We were, we were going to take it to court. We were going to get a settlement. But unfortunately, I was the only person who cared enough. And so it was dismissed. I guess everyone else just missed the memo. Maybe they thought it was like the day after. 
Anyway, so I I I think you could like it would be like one one of my dream Donkey Kong games out of the five hundred dream Donkey Kong game ideas I have would be to have Donkey Kong Land Three, the Untold Tale as a game where it's Donkey and Diddy going through the events of DKL Three, but they're having a completely different adventure from Dixie and Kitty, and, and maybe like. There, there are Dixie balloons in that game because there are Diddy balloons in DKL three, and I always like to believe the reason was that because Diddy was close by, but he was off screen somewhere, and you were just getting his backwash balloons. Right. <laughs> yeah, they get the job done. So maybe Donkey and Diddy had Rambi and Espresso and and, um, and Radley. Qu- Radley and Quacks, and maybe they had the animal buddies that weren't included in DKL three, and and so like I don't know. I I think that would be fun. I I I agree uh, because I feel like you know I don't think Rambi has any ill will towards Dixie, but when it comes down to uh, helping DK or helping Dixie, he's gonna go with DK. Right. He he's 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 DK's animal buddy like first and foremost so yeah right and and it would make sense that you know maybe donkey and diddy plausibly did it without any animal buddies but at the very least i'm sure they would have brought rambi along Uh, i think so they they're they're close enough good friends Anyway, so as I mentioned, K. Rule did find the Lost World first. He got the prize money, and he used that to invest in the Mechanical Crocodile Isle and the Blastomatic. Oops. <laughs> Donkey Kong 64 then uh, gave us very paltry animal buddy appearances in, in that we only had Rambi in guard, Squawks kind of serving that, that guide role. The Al from Ocarina of Time. He was just there to give advice and to tell you what to do. And, and then you also had Glower the Tadpole, who Chris Seaver designed. Um, when Chris Seaver was uh, thrown into the DK64 mix to get the game out on time, he gave us Glower the Tadpole instead of just love that Glower fella. Instead of just using Glimmer. But anyway, uh, so so Rambi was briefly playable. You transformed into Rambi using the new animal buddy transformation crates rather than the barrels that were already pre-established but whatever (laughs) don't go in 64 (laughs) but whatever (laughs) and you you briefly transformed into rambi in that one little rainy bit of jungle japes what a it really feels like they did the animal buddies a disservice here since i feel like you only use both rambi and and on guard once each once in the primary oh, well, no you yeah i forgot you use rambi another time where where else do you use rambi is it is it um in uh oh it's in um show um hideout helm hideout helm i was like showdown town that's nuts and bolts. <laughs> wow this cider has hit me hard and hit me fast gored me, well, like, a a rhino. Gored me like a rhino <laughs> dustin no uh hideout helm yeah rambi is in there but but besides that like rambi is not seen elsewhere except for that little Rambi mini game that you can play from from off of the options menu. That game's fun. It's very it's simple, but uh boy, last time we streamed it, uh Special Agent Ape sure wiped out all my high scores on it. Oh, that's that's a shame. I, I agree for your high scores, Dustin. 
It's fine. I it was all little baby Dustin's high scores. Well, anyway, he was able to beat me at uh, eleven years old, so I'll let him have that victory. And besides, little baby Dustin was scared of the rhino anyway. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, I I know we we've talked about this before, but Donkey Kong 64 was really the moment in the Donkey Kong series. Still under rare, mind you, that it, it felt like the Animal Buddies started to become an afterthought. And, well, we, we don't really have time to figure out something for them, so we're not going to bother. We'll, we'll do bare minimum. We'll throw in Rambi and in Guard, which is what people will expect. We'll give them one little bit. We'll throw in Squawks because he makes this good whatever Kind of yeah, he squats can serve many roles, wear many hats, um, and then that's it really. And and so mm. it, it, it you know the the atrophy of the animal buddies actually started under rare. Um, it, it wasn't wasn't this uh, innovation of Retro Studios by far. Yeah. So it, it's a shame. I'm glad Rambi was in there at all. Like it would be even worse if they just didn't bother. I you know it's nice to be able to point to Rambi. I really like Rambi's uh, polygonal design in the game um, because it, it adheres very closely to the render and the way he looked in the uh, the Super Nintendo games. Like same yeah. with in Guard. Like they do a very good job of bringing it to life. And for whatever reason, a rhinoceros really works as a bunch of bunch of janky polygons yeah i get, i mean i guess that's what his horn is it's just a bunch of polygons it works perfectly yeah yeah so yeah i'm glad he was in there just a shame they couldn't do more with them like i feel like there should have been a ramby bit in every world yeah or or you could have traded off you know like have a different animal buddy in every world maybe have ramby come back a few times but yeah it's it's kind of weird that um DK is the only one that gets to be Rambi, and also Lanky is the only one who gets to be on guard. Yeah, because, yeah, you transform into them again, so... I mean, mm-hmm. and that, that that implies this weird relationship between Lanky and guard that there's there's no context for, considering this is Lanky's first appearance. Yeah, maybe off-camera they just really hit it off. <laughs> it just turns out that Lanky is just this huge swordfish guy, like, that's his thing. <laughs> Are you telling me you swim? I sometimes also swim. That's crazy. Lanky just hangs out all the time on Utan Island. And he's just like, you know what I like about Swordfish and all the other orangutans? They're like, fucking Christ. <laughs> Again with this shit. Oh, uh, so, so I, you know, Rambi... Uh, Rambi was also in Donkey Kong Country for the Game Boy Color, obviously. And, and you use the animal crates to again transform into him um but you know it's essentially the same presentation as in donkey Kong country then the buyout happens and then we're like will we ever see rambi again the first time we do is in a game we recently talked about on the conversation uh josh wallen the geek critique and i and that was donkey konga rambi does appear in donkey konga Rambi looks shit hideous in Donkey Konga, but he is in Donkey <laughs> Konga. So the key art for this episode on YouTube and SoundCloud, you can get a good look at the Rambi in Donkey Konga design. And and I, I shouldn't need to tell you 
which of the Rambi designs in the key art is the Donkey Konga one? You can probably figure it out by looking <laughs> at it. Gosh, yeah, they, they just all one. look so good. It's the third one. Uh, this, this, is, <laughs> this is the most off-model Rambi has ever been. I know some people complain about the way he looks in Retro's games. Uh, but, but wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, it, it it still looks like a rhino. It still has the basic cadence of Rambi. He just looks like melted ice cream. <laughs> like like one of those uh, pops with the gumball eyes? Ew, yeah, yeah. Just, just like that. Now, Rambi appears in Donkey Konga, as does Ellie the Elephant. I think this is the only time they ever appear side-by-side side together in a game. Because, uh, you know, Donkey Kong Racing might have been, you know, a, a, the, the game where they first appeared together. But it was Donkey Konga, and they were both lured in by the siren song of the DK Bongos. Rambi, Rambi's, I mean, that sounds right. Rambi's dancing to the music of Diddy's Diddy's. And, yeah, and, who can blame him? And then bingo. <laughs> Go bingo. Go Rambi. Dancing. <laughs> dancing to the, the, the bongo beat. Yeah, Rambi, Ellie, the banana birds. Uh, they, they all show up and they dance to the music. Sometimes K. Rule's there. Sometimes Cranky's dancing. It's a big dance party. Dance party <laughs> on Donkey Kong Island. And Rambi and Ellie, uh, were both lured in by the music. I, you know, if, if we interpret the DK bongos to be the, these magical items, possibly artifacts of the Tiki Tac tribe, uh, it, it doesn't really matter what music they're playing. It's just going to, especially enchant the wildlife as we later see the Tiki Tac tribe do uh, mm-hmm. when they appear in Donkey Kong Country Returns. So it makes sense that it would have this effect on the wildlife of Donkey Kong Island. So it's plausible. It's plausible that, that Rambi would, would be taken in by the DK Bongo beat and, and start dancing to all of the wonderful songs therein <laughs> yeah Rambi just has good taste he knows good covers when he hears them <laughs> Rambi, that audiophile always going on <laughs> about how warmer the music coming from dk bongos are <laughs> i i will say even though Rambi looks hideous in this game i am glad he's here all the same yeah, I mean, I, I'm never going to say I hate that Rambi appeared in Donkey Konga because I, <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, and I love that he appears with Ellie because it feels like, especially for a subset of fans, there's this adversarial thing. Like, are you a Rambi person or are you an Ellie person? You can't be one or the other. And I say no to that. I say <laughs> poo, poo. You can love both. And I think Donkey Konga is proof that they get along famously when they're together. That's true. That's true. Um, JBH819 in the chat. Oh, just uh, call them Jebaha. Jebaha. That's it. Uh, they say, uh, why, hello, my good chap, Donkey Kong. Would you like to listen to Good Charlotte? <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on, Jebaha. Rambi wasn't in Donkey Konga 2. Let's not get silly. 
<laughs> That's a step over the line. Because that would be libel, and then Rambi could clean us out in court. That's true. We remember that uh, Perry lawsuit. Right. All those lawyers who went to bat for me, they're now working for Rambi. <laughs> now, Rambi wasn't in Donkey Konga 2, but after Donkey Konga, Rambi started getting referenced in games rather than actually appearing in games. There are a whole host of games during the buyout era, like the mid-buyout era, where Rambi would get some sort of of nod. Uh, we, we already mentioned Super Smash Bros. Brawl, but of course in Donkey Konga 2, there are uh, merry-go-rounds in the carnival in, in what I assume is supposed to be Big Ape City, and instead of little horsies on these merry-go-rounds, they use rhinoceroses. And, of course, they use, I guess, the model of Rambi to bring these rhinos to life. I like the detail that, of course, a merry-go-round on Donkey Kong Island wouldn't, wouldn't utilize horses. It would have rhinoceroses, the go-to steed for the Kongs. So right, that, of course. That's a cool detail. Even if that isn't an, ex- an explicit Rambi reference, that's more just general Rhino reference. Um, because, you know, I, I hear people all the time say, well, Donkey Kong Racing would have had uh, a regular-sized Rambi. It would have had a giant Rambi and a very small Rambi. You know, all, all the Rhinos that are ridden at the beginning of the trailer. I'm like, I, I was thinking exactly that this whole time. I was thinking, what about all the Rambis? I was like, well, those aren't Rambis. You're thinking of these in very Super Mario series terminologies. Well, yeah. it's like... They're all Yoshis. Like, there's the main Yoshi, but then there's the other Yoshi and that Yoshi and the other Yoshi. I'm like, well, they're not all... Rambi isn't the species name. Rambi is a rhinoceros. That's yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It, it's like in Donkey Kong Country 2 GBA when you have all the uh, ostriches. Right. They're not One of them's ex- espresso. Yeah, they're not all espressos. There's espresso. There's Minogue. There's uh, Mbazi. There's uh, <laughs> Beardy. You know, all all the classic characters there. But even though we never had this spelled out for us because we never actually got Donkey Kong Racing, and I don't think they're going to announce it at E3 this year, Dustin, because I don't think there's going to be an E3 this year. (laughs) Yeah, that's the reason it's not being announced. You know, if it wasn't for that, damn it, this would finally be the year. Uh, They had it all planned out and everything. I, I... I, I think we would have had like I, I don't I don't know how they would have worked around it. I, like they probably wouldn't even had them named at all, and you would have just figured well, that one's Rambi because that looks the closest to Rambi. That mm-hmm. one's in guard because that looks the closest in guard. But you also have these other swordfish, these other rhinos in there um, that you can like jump to or, or grab or you know whatever. But Donkey Kong Racing never came that far along for them to worry about that. But yeah, they're, they're not Rambies. There's only one Rambi. They're rhinoceroses. Let's not yeah. get silly with it. You don't want it to be like a toad situation where the species is called Rambi, but also there is just a Rambi. Don't get me started. Don't get me started <laughs> on that. I'll go all night long. You you in the chat and listening to this can't see this, but Heil's fist was bald in anger. Oh, bald in anger and and just white because I'm holding it so tight that all the blood <laughs> has been pushed out. 
Yeah, he had a pencil in his hand. That pencil's now in like two halves on the ground. Not even in two halves. It is dust. It is completely <laughs> sawdust. He's th- he's angrier than you've ever seen him. Of course, there is also Dustin. The Rambi Rider introduced in Mario Kart DS. One of the only positive things, in my opinion, to come out of Mario Kart DS. I hate that game. It's been so long since I played it, I don't remember any specific feelings I had on it. But isn't it usually considered one of the better ones? Oh, everybody considers the terrible Mario Kart games to be good if they grew up with them. No, that's true. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I will even admit Mario Kart 64 doesn't really hold up that well. Aside from things like block for it doesn't really hold up that well. And that's the one I grew up with. That's the one I defended. That's the one I I held to be the best Mario Kart. It's garbage. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's not garbage. It it was good for its time, but uh, Mario Kart 8, is the best Mario Kart, but it's not even that great when you compare it to other kart racers of, of other series. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but anyway, Mario Kart DS has some some charms. It has some charms. Uh, one of my favorite things, though, is the Rambi Rider, a, a kart that Donkey Kong rides that is shaped like Rambi. I don't know why I'm talking like William Shatner, but <laughs> I, I like to think that Funky built this for donkey Kong. yeah yeah i mean that that makes complete sense and and if you poo poo once again my idea that funky provides the custom carts for the kongs well why else did funky become the third playable kong in the mario kart series in mario kart yeah you ever consider that one because he's he's already their in-house mechanic so why not just take to the track yeah i love the rambi rider like uh, why would I ever want to drive in any other car? Yeah, I mean, I, I I like the DK Jumbo, and in Mario Kart Tour, I like the Banana Master, and mm-hmm. you know, but but yeah, and, and of course, in Mario Kart Tour, we're also introduced to a variant to the Rambi Rider, the Rambi Runner, which just Ooh. has uh like white tires, and it just it's just slightly uh, more grayish, or slightly like <laughs> slight, slightly more whitish gray than just dark gray. It's the Donkey Konga Rambi. <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, since we're just on the reference kick, uh, I should point out that Rambi has a street named after him in Super Mario Odyssey. That's very true. Yeah, so... Uh, Mayor Pauline making sure that Rambi gets some recognition in New Donk City. I love that. I love that uh, she references not just the Kongs themselves, but all the Kongs' animal friends. Yeah. Well, not all of them, but you, you got the big ones. You got Rambi. You got uh, Rattly. Got the misspelled Rattly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess she didn't care that much. No, she, she, she's, like, she's like Master Hand. She can't get all the details right. Not like this godlike figure that can just look on mario wiki or dk vine and get all the details <laughs> yeah she puts her gloves on one hand at a time just like the rest of us right <laughs> <laughs> stupid uh <laughs> rambi did appear this oft forgot about appearance rambi did appear again pre-retro studios towards the end of the buyout era in a Payon game, 
Of Ooh. course, Donkey Kong Barrel Blast slash Jet Race. Rambi appears uh, very briefly, uh, kind of like Donkey Kong 64. He doesn't have much to do in the game, but I'm glad he's there. Yeah, totally. Uh, I believe he appears in the track Dynamite Run. That sounds right. That's one of the volcano ones, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's right. Uh, so you can break him out of his crate and, and temporarily run around, run around on him in a little sequence. Uh, and guard is, is in a similar scenario elsewhere in the game. This is noteworthy though, because the, the pay on design, and I, I call it the pay on design, but I think this was just the standardized Nintendo design of this era because it also appears in, uh, his trophies, uh, around this time. Um, a Super Smash Brothers Brawl. The the pay-on design hues very closely to the rare design, um, but it's a little bit different. Um, yeah. it, it's a little bit more stout, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I like it enough for what it is. I, I feel like a lot of those uh, pay-on era designs, most of them are good, but I have my problems with some of them. Rambi's another one where I'm like, this isn't my ideal Rambi, but it's good enough. Yeah, he, he seems like he's more plated. I don't know. He's got, like, he doesn't seem as long. He's more stubby, and he's got, like, very prominent, like, um, I, I, I don't know. He almost looks like he has armor. Yeah. I can't really describe it, but, like, he, he's, he was wearing, like, um, bath mats or something um, <laughs> on his sides. It was the latest fashion for rhinos at the time. I think it's as close to rare rares Rambi as we've ever gotten post rare, which Ooh, isn't saying much. Which isn't saying much because he's only appeared in the flesh twice before Retro took over. So, yeah, you know, but, um, uh, yeah, Rambi in this game. It like you said, he's not. He doesn't do that much. But anytime I play this course, I still want to get Rambi. I still want to ride on him. Here's an interesting bit of trivia to blow your mind. This is also the only time it's ever depicted, or ever can be depicted, that Kremlings ride on Rambi. Ooh. Because if you're you're using one of the Kremlin characters, you can still ride on Rambi. I can't think of any other time that's happened. So I wonder what Rambi is thinking... Yeah, I wonder if he even notices or uh, if he's so caught up in running that he looks behind him and he's like, wait, you're not a primate. Yeah, I mean, would he feel the lack of hair? (laughs) Ooh, DK had a shave, I guess. Ooh, is it bikini wax season already, DK? (laughs) I love it, although it's... it is interesting imagining, like, we we never have Kremlings riding on any animal buddies. Like, not just Rambi. We never, I think the only animal buddy we get that's on Team Kremling is uh, Screech. Screech, right. And even then, you know, they're not riding around on Screech. Screech just is yeah. there, you know. So, yeah, I, I would love if if, you know. First, we have to have the Kremlins back in full force in a video game, but I would love if they would build up that. One of the things I really liked about Barrel Blast is 
how you would have these dark Kremlin mirror versions of Kongs. Not in every instance, but like Kip and Cass are obviously analogs to Diddy and Dixie. And mm-hmm. um, it would be interesting because Screech is this dark mirror of Squawks. Like, what would be the dark mirror of Rambi? Ooh. Um, a capybara. The, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> uh, sure, why not? I guess that's as good an answer as any animal. Or or maybe it would be really dark and it would just be a rhino, but they've cut off its horn to like, oh. sell it, you know. That would be a bad rhino to use if yeah. you're like, trying to ram into things. I mean, it would still trample you. Yeah, that's true. And I guess Rambi's whole thing in this game is he just run, you just ride on him. He, he would still get the job done. And and maybe, you know, the, the rider, uh, whether it's K. Roll or whoever, just so horny because he had all that rhino horn that he's just particularly vicious. And he's just, <laughs> he just you know, even more dangerous because of the horniness. Oh, man. <laughs> horniness. Because, uh, because of the horn. Oh, is that why? Is that the yeah. correlation? Now I see from whence the comedy sprouts. Oh, I was just saying why poachers actually sell that for that, sell the horns for oh, that reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lame people. Yeah, idiots. Stupid. So Donkey Kong Country Returns. Obviously, famously, Rambi is the only rideable animal buddy in Retro's Donkey Kong Country games. Controversially. Mm-hmm. Derisively. Detestedly. I will say, if they could only pick one animal buddy, I am glad it's Rambi. Uh, sure, I'm glad they didn't just invent a new animal buddy and, and just yeah. like forget about Rambi. But it was frustrating, because I remember when Donkey Kong Country Returns was announced, and they like alluded that, oh yeah, you might see animal buddies. And then we had the Rambi reveal trailer, and we were like, this is great, we're going to get a reveal trailer for every animal buddy. <laughs> and you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awkward silence as as the weeks go by towards release. Hey, wow, yeah, we haven't seen that. Uh, we haven't seen that Squitter trailer yet. This is getting concerning. <laughs> I'm I'm sure it's coming. Yeah, I mean it's it's you know we, we this isn't an guard character witness, so I I'm not going to complain about the lack of guard in Tropical Freeze. We all know it. We all feel it. But you know. Rambi was was still utilized too infrequently in in both Returns and Tropical Freeze, but he was yeah. fun when you got him. He just never felt as essential as he did in DKC two. Yeah, I mean, he's actually essential in that you have at least a stage where you have to be him. Yeah, uh, I do like in Tropical Freeze when you uh, get him in the uh, Autumn Heights stage. I forget, is it? It's not Windmill Hills, it's like the next one. Um, the, I don't the, remember. The one with the mountain crumbling and... and yeah. You, yeah, yeah. It's fun charging into like the bells and stuff and knocking over all the towers, the windmills. Oh, for sure. But... Like like I said, it's always fun using Rambi in, in yeah. the games, but... um, Yeah, he's just, he just there. It, it, it seems like they really lean into his destructive capabilities as as you do with Rambi, but it it because of that and because of the Kong's increased abilities, 
it, it he did feel like an afterthought at times. Um glad he's there, but again, this is just the story of Rambi since Donkey Kong 64, really. Oh, I'm glad yeah. he's there. It's just a shame they couldn't do more with him. Yeah. And it, I, this is still at least the most they've done with him since. So, fr- from a lore perspective, there is the question... Why wasn't Rambi brainwashed by the Tiki Tech tribe? And actually, I think one of our calls gets into this. So why don't we just table that discussion for the calls? But I want you to think about it now, Dustin. Oh, I'm uh, pondering. All right. Why wasn't Rambi brainwashed by the Tiki Tech? If, if the rest of the wildlife of Donkey Kong Island was brainwashed, why wasn't Rambi? Now, his design in the game. Uh, What do you think about Retro's redesign of Rambi? Because, obviously, he's... Like, the the, the biggest thing is they gave him teeth. You can see his teeth (laughs) now. He's got this, like, grimace, like... And and he had teeth in that uh, comic strip we were making light of earlier. But (laughs) he's never really been depicted with teeth in the games before then. And... Right. I feel like his horn was made a little fatter and a little bit more curved. And, of course, the big thing that people point out is he looks a lot more tired. His eyes, like a lot of Retro's character designs, are a little bit smaller than Rare's were. And he's got the bags underneath the eyes. Rambi's always kind of had the the half-sleepy eyes, but now he's got the bags under his eyes. He looks beat. He looks old and exhausted by the time of returns. Yeah. Little older, little crankier. Uh, I like it. It's just like a dog. We were talking about Rambi being a dog, similar to a dog earlier. Yeah. And this reminds me of a dog that's, you know, he's he's had his time. He's still gonna, you know, have fun with you, but he's not as young as he used to be. Yeah, everybody ages. Yeah, Yeah, it takes him a little bit longer to get up from uh, the front door when the mailman comes. You know, I'm I'm fine with the way he looks. It's never going to be my preferred look of Rambi, obviously, but it doesn't bother me. It's like like the the Payon era redesigns of the Kongs. Like, yeah, I miss Dixie's knee pads, but whatever. It's still Dixie Kong. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to complain that much. Yeah, at this point, it's just a luxury to have these characters back. I know that's that's the that's the real thing. Is it like we we could complain all day about how they look now, but when we've only had two actual Rambi appearances in over a decade at this point, it's like whatever, you know. Get get give give Rambi an eye patch, give him a big cigar, give him a fez, give you know give him. <laughs> Put put them on a unicycle. Just, whatever you want to do, just give me Rambi back, man. Give me Rambi back. Yeah, I'll take Donkey Konga Rambi at this point. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm I'm, I'm getting desperate. I'm getting the shakes. I'm, get, <laughs> I'm going through Rambi withdrawal. Uh, I want my Rambi. Now, Tropical Freeze. You know the the Kongs are blown to the uh, to Lost Mangroves, and they have to fight their way back. To Donkey Kong Island, was Rambi blown with them? That's that's poor phrasing. Mm. Was Rambi uh, pushed off Donkey Kong Island by the the gust of Lord Frederick's wintry mix? 
Oh, that's a good question. We don't see it in that opening cutscene. Maybe uh, he was just blown away slightly after. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to think he was, because what else is he doing hanging out on uh, Autumn Heights? <laughs> yeah, he has no reason to be there. Maybe he just enjoys their, like, pumpkins or beers or whatever they make. Yeah, unless, you know, Funky Kong found uh, Rambi before he got out of there and, and got put him in the crate and, and you know. But, yeah, I, I think it's probably just easier to assume Rambi was just uh, blown with the rest and everybody else... All the other animal buddies were either frozen or just, you know, had to, like, make do on the frozen. <laughs> Guess this is Island. our life from now on. Yeah, you know, find find somewhere warm and hunkered down. <laughs> you know, I, I said Rami's only had two real appearances, but technically he appeared in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, along with many other characters, as a spirit. Uh, it does count. It counts as an appearance, everybody. Mm-hmm. Rami was a spirit. In Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And what does he possess? He possesses a Donkey Kong body. Very apropos, I think. Perfect. Rambi's one of them. I feel like, uh, you know, this is totally random, but it feels like whenever I'm doing a spirit battle and I just click, like, surprise me, just pick spirits for me, it feels yeah. like I get Rambi pretty often. Yeah, I, I, I've done this one quite a bit. And I always see it, I'm like, well, I want to do that. Like, anytime I see a Donkey Kong character on the spirit board, I'm like, yes. Yes, yes I, I will fight you. I will fight you. But Donkey Kong just, like, keeps trying to charge into you, a la Rambi. Because it is Rambi's spirit inside a Donkey Kong body. We talked about body hard before. So, <laughs> so, like, if the Kongs transform into the animal buddies, this is kind of the inverse of that this is a little bit of uh rambi's own medicine getting getting taken <laughs> like served up to him it's it's rambi in a kong body he's like let's see how you like it and it was rambi's like oh i hate this actually no thanks <laughs> yeah never mind please get me out of this gorilla yeah yeah but how weird would it be for rambi especially if that relationship we divine from from him and donkey kong how weird would that be for you know like a dog to suddenly find itself in the body of its of its human (laughs) i feel like that's a Uh, disney movie like i was uh, about to say like the shaggy dog no that's not the shaggy dog no but it's close it it, 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 it sounds like one of those shitty live action disney movies from the 1960s Freaky Friday dog version. Don Knotts would definitely be, you know, on, on the on the short list for the lead <laughs> in that movie. I've switched bodies with my dog. <laughs> no, or he's just it just he's just a it's just a rhino still in the movie. Like <laughs> it's it's a rhino still. Oh, I've become a rhino. What a good premise for a movie. Don Knotts is a zookeeper, and a bolt of <laughs> a, a bolt of lightning strikes the rhino cage. Uh, late at night <laughs> it's a rhino he famously doesn't get along with they don't see eye to eye on very many yeah. subjects so and then now don they're no- gonna walk a mile in each other's shoes don knots wakes up in the rhino body and the rhino is don knots you gotta believe me listen to me i'm the i'm not a real rhino i'm don knots it's really bad too because it, it, it's it's this don knots character's wedding day 
Oh, no, uh, of all the days for this to happen. Right, he just, the bride walks down the aisle and Don Knotts just charges her because it's the rhino. <laughs> he just tramples her and the entire family. Charge it, charges into the table and the, the wedding cake goes flying off into the audience, into the crowd. He just pees everywhere and... <laughs> There's no jokes. You're just watching a man shit and pee on a wedding. Just destroy his entire life. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out that uh, his fiance has never been more in love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's 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 one of the few movies Disney just can't release in this day and age. That and Song <laughs> of the South. You'll never see it on Disney Plus. <laughs> I would be at fault if I didn't point out that there is one more Rambi reference in the modern day. Donkey Kong Adventure, the Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle DLC expansion. Rambi has an homage with the horn-nosed needler weapon uh, shaped like Rambi. And the description reads, supercharge your chances for victory. With this officially licensed Rambi merchandise available at finer battle HQs everywhere. Man, so, uh, imagine Rambi merchandise. Yeah, imagine. Must I mean, be nice. I, I do I do have uh, a little Rambi uh like a uh, rubbery figurine from Japan. Oh, uh, I want those. Those figures are so cool. Yeah, it's, it's Donkey Kong riding Rambi, and I, I've got I've got that one. I've got Diddy riding Espresso, and I've got Squitter. I want to get at least one of those. I need. I'm gonna have to go on an eBay hunt after this. Yeah, look, the there's a there's a website that actually just specializes in them. Kingkeshi.com. Ooh, nice. I'll I'll have to look into it because those figures are just so neat. They they are, um, and they're, they're expensive to to get them individually. But which oh, is why shoot. I only have three. But uh, I've got I've got official Squitter merchandise, so I'm happy there. <laughs> that really is the the one to get. That's your one chance at owning a Squitter thing. I took that. Yeah, you know, I, I was like, I saw it. And I was like, well, whatever. I'm I'm does doesn't matter. I I'll just give blood this month. <laughs> Once Santa comes down my chimney, I'll have to ask him for one. <laughs> oh, stop it, Dustin. You're going to turn me on. <laughs> so we do have some calls about Rambi. People people called in. They wanted to talk about Rambi. So we're going to talk about Rambi with the people as we Love do. it. All right. So let's go ahead and take that first call. Hello, this is Linkara, also known as the Lightbringer. And I have a question about Rambi. My question is, in Donkey Kong Country Returns, why didn't the Tiki tribe affect him? It doesn't make any sense. How come every other animal will hypnotize, but not Rambi? Am I missing something? Also, I have a second smaller question. Does Rambi have a girlfriend? Because if not, then I can relate to her. Him. Bye. Pretty good stuff. Uh, Dustin, I, I have questions, and I'm hoping you have answers. Oh, I have answers, all right. I I don't know much about things that aren't Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Universe, Rare, Platonic. Um, 
I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't venture out into the scary parts of the internet. I don't do it. I, I stay in my bubble. I am vaguely aware of of this individual that I believe this call is is doing a riff on uh, a little parody, uh, a, 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 <laughs> a little, little goof a, about a little pretend, a little dress up, make believe. I assume this isn't really that person. Um. Yeah, I'm like sixty seven percent sure that this is uh my friend G Man. Oh, it's G Man. Uh, okay. Say occasional no caller. Occasional Say no caller more. into the conversation. Jeff's friend, G Man. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I see you're familiar. Little bit. Little bit. Uh. Good question. Uh. I, aside from the presentation, so. <laughs> <laughs> Why wasn't Rambi brainwashed by the Tiki Tactor? I think it's just right place, right time. Rambi just wasn't around the, any of the Tiki priests when they were doing their brainwashing spree. So he he uh, he avoided it. I think that's fair to say. I mean, I do think you brought up in the past, or someone brought this idea up in the past, that... It might have been a better idea to have the animal buddies be the bosses in Donkey yeah. Kong Country Returns. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, especially since uh, Mugly is basically, you could just switch in Rambi and it would barely need any changes. It would have it would have given you stakes. It would have given resonance. You, you would have been fighting for something other than just the bananas. Though I really like the whole we brainwashed the wildlife of Donkey Kong Island to serve our purposes plot, but it doesn't really land because you don't know any of these animals. Yeah, I don't want to save a giraffe. <laughs> what has this giraffe ever done for me? And it's like, I would like the giraffe uh, canopy and the the zebra, Zygmunt, and even the squirrel, Cyril. I would like all of them. But maybe they should have thrown in Rambi as part of that and in guard. Or or at the very least, if you want to just have playable Rambi and not get him involved in that, then then have Espresso and, and Winky in, in there in that batch. Yeah. It would have been a good way to mix in more animal bu- animal buddies too. Like once you save one, then you'll start uh being able to play with them in the world in levels. And that's the only way you can like beat the the time attack the time trials um yeah you know because they're virtually impossible to do anyway but if you then have an animal buddy you you know it makes it i don't know i don't know these are just ideas but yeah and who knows maybe uh maybe cranky was proactive and he shielded Rambi in a crate i don't know um R- Rambi yeah. avoided though Rambi avoided like they couldn't get all of the animals right they couldn't get yeah. them all so so so, and, and uh, your second question is: Does Rambi have a girlfriend? Well, we've already established that Rambi fucks. So, yeah. I I I don't think Rambi has any like. I mean, we've never seen Rambi with a mate, uh, whether whether that be a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever. Like, we've never seen Rambi uh, have any 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 romantic entanglements. Maybe Rambi is just a love him and leave him sort of guy. You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't want to judge Rambi's character. Maybe that's just how rhinos be. Maybe, you know, 
uh, maybe he's got a big family and, and it just doesn't matter because they're not animal buddies because they're not there to be with Donkey Kong riding around bashing baddies. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe he's got 12 rhino children off in the jungle somewhere. We, we don't know. Yeah, but, you know, DK still lists them all by name in, in his Christmas cards every year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like uh, Tip Top. We didn't know Tip Top had 20 kids until Banjo-Tooie. Yeah, it just never came up. Like, just, Banjo yeah. and Tip Top are friends. I'm I'm sure Banjo knew about his children, but, he, you know, they don't need to constantly be on screen all the time. It's like, I I know people who have kids. I don't like to hear about it. <laughs> I don't care. No, I was like, that's why I don't get on Facebook anymore. It's just like people. I was like, oh, oh, my, my little, my, my little boy ate spaghetti tonight. It's like, why should I? Care? <laughs> why should I care? Guess what? Everyone eats spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, they eat spaghetti. Well, guess what? I can eat spaghetti too. Big <laughs> deal. Am Am I also talented? <laughs> Nobody ever gives me positive affirmation when I stuff those noodles <laughs> in my mouth, and I do it all the time. <laughs> All right, thank you for the... Well, no, actually, G-Man, no. Yeah, you don't have to thank G-Man. No, I'm not going to thank... No, I'm not going to thank G-Man for that call, no. Good topic, <laughs> but I didn't care for the call. <laughs> but thank you all the same, G-Man. All right, let's 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 take the next one. Hello, conversation. It's uh, been a while, but it's uh, Jebaha here. Um, saw you're doing the Rambi, ep- uh, Rambi episode today. And I figured I would tell a little story about how Randy has been a part of my life. Um, so this, this is actually kind of a first-hand story. Uh, this, this, this isn't a first-hand story, really. This is actually more how my dad tells it. I don't exactly remember the story because I was only like three or four years old. But um, apparently, as a child, I used to pretend to be Randy a lot. And being a weird child, I would uh, always turn my head to the side when I would run because uh, I wanted to pretend I was doing the side-scrolling gameplay, I guess. I was, I don't know, kid brain. But, uh, so basically, I was, uh, we were in Walmart one day, and, uh, you know, I was uh, doing the, the Rambi, uh, what he would do in Dog Hunt Country 2, where he would uh, charge his run by... Uh, um, I don't know what to say, scraping his foot against the ground first, like a rhino does. And I, uh, I was running around the Walmart. Well, my dad pulled me aside and said, son, you have to stop doing that. You're going to run into something and hurt yourself. Um, of course, I proceeded to do it again anyway, because as soon as he turned around, um, I had rushed past him, not looking ahead of me, and I ran into a few carts that were in the aisle, I guess, and uh, I proceeded to fall on the ground and cry like Kitty Kong in Balkan Country 3. And um, then my mom, who was old, my sister, walked up, I guess they had to go to the bathroom or something, uh, walked up and uh, something to be known is my dad and I used to wrestle a lot, and my mom, would, being the protective mother she was, would say, you're going to end up hurting him one day, don't play so rough with him. Uh, well, I guess she had made assumptions here, and she loudly asked, did you push him? Which proceeded to give my dad some of the most ugly looks from strangers that he had ever received in his life. And, of course, he said, no, I, I, 
why would I do that? Why would I do that? Of course, I didn't push him. And then he was like, I really want to get out of here now because I feel like we're going to get CPS called on us. Um, but, yeah. So I loved Randy so much that I wanted to be him and proceeded to apparently constantly hurt myself because of me pretending to be Randy. So, uh, yeah. Always been my favorite animal, buddy. Um, so, yeah. Well, Jebaha, uh, it's quite the story. I liked it. I like wanting to be Rambi. You know what? It's better to want to be Rambi than to want to be Winky and jump on everybody. Yeah, I think we may have like tied into your theory and maybe validated it why Rambi wasn't in Donkey Kong Country 3 because it was the way Jebaha tells it. Uh... He was pretending to be Rambi, w- wanting to emulate Rambi, and ended up, you know, falling over, crying like Kitty Kong, and inadvertently caused a domestic, you know, uh, like, <laughs> and, and, and so maybe Funky or Cranky had the foresight in DKC three to realize that Kitty would do the exact same thing, would just emulate Rambi, and then, uh, you know cause problems in the Walmart or, or in Bazaar's <laughs> general store with uh with Kitty's parents, Chunky's parents, the the unseen uh Kongs who uh who brought them up. So um It would have been this whole messy situation, just better to avoid it from the get go. Right? Would have run into the carts full of shells and mirror no yeah, shells and mirrors. That's all. That's all bizarre cells. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, thank you for the call, Jebba. I can't remember if I ever like impersonated any animal buddies in uh, in public. I I did make a squitter snowman in in the winter of 1996. Um, That's awesome. Did it have like little uh, stick legs? Oh, it had stick legs. Yeah, I, I found eight sticks and I put them in the snowman. Didn't have sneakers, unfortunately. I wasn't that uh, inventive, the snow craftsman. But yeah, I, 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 I definitely made a Squitter the Spider snowman. This was before, you know, the evil snowman entered the Donkey Kong series. Bleak, as we know him, so... Right, right. I just, I just would have made bleak then, you know. <laughs> well, that was almost a, as good a story as Jebaha's. No, it wasn't, because my parents didn't <laughs> fight over it. <laughs> <laughs> so we also got a text, a textual call, uh, which I, I'm going to read aloud now. Ooh, hey, story hi- time. Yes. Hey, Hyland Dustin, this is Diana, or as my screen name shows me, Freezer. Long-time listener, but I've only recently joined the forum, Patreon, and all that other stuff you want us doing. As I'm sure you've discussed, Rambi is basically the most vanilla of the Animal Buddies. He's basically a souped-up Yoshi. But it's a concept that you can't go wrong with. It works, and Rambi coming back in almost every game is a testament to that. But Ellie the Elephant replaced him in DKC3, and was noticeably different with her trunk being used for a lot of things Rambi couldn't have done. 
So my question to you is, if you have a preference of either the faster paced and more kinetic Rambi, or the slower but significantly more varied Ellie. And if you would have preferred Ellie being the one rideable buddy in the retro games instead, or are you just glad they got something they couldn't mess up with Rambi's fast action? Happy to hear your thoughts. Also saying this on my 28th birthday, which is June 3rd, so thanks for celebrating my birthday by talking about my favorite fictional rhinoceros. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Diana. Happy birthday. So, yeah, Randy v. Ellie. Where do you land on this argument that's you know, been plaguing mankind? I love them both so much. So, so, so here, here, here's, here's, here's my philosophy, Dustin, when it comes to swapping out characters. I feel like Donkey Kong fans, especially in the last, oh, let's say 20 years, we get very agitated when we uh, characters get replaced, right? Mm-hmm. Because our thinking is, I don't know when I'm going to get to see my favorite characters again. And when we do get a Donkey Kong game, and they're not even in it, then then what? I have to wait another 20 years to see see this beloved, beloved character again? That wasn't really the case for me from 1994 to, well, like the entirety of Rare's tenure shepherding the Donkey Kong series. Especially in 1994, 1995, 1996, when we were getting, you know, the annual releases. It didn't really matter that they gave Rambi a break. Because whatever, you know, we we had just gotten (laughs) four games in a row with Rambi. And and other beloved characters were coming back in DKC3. So I was all about giving some characters a break, trying out new ones, falling in love with them. So I've I've never had this idea, and I was also never one to be like, oh, I can't believe Donkey Kong's not playable in Donkey Kong Country 2, but it's called Donkey Kong Country. Oh, this is bullshit. No, I I was all about Dixie Kong, you know? I I, 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 I even loved Kitty. So to me, Ellie was just just a great new thing to try out, and I knew Rambi was going to be back one day, and sure enough, he was. And, uh... You know, if Retro had just gone with Ellie, that would have been cool, too. I'd been like, oh, I can't believe they went with Ellie. What a, yeah. what a, what a, what a strange choice. But, you know, I, I'm glad they went with Rambi because, like Dustin said, uh, if you're going to go with any animal buddy, it probably should be Rambi because Rambi is the most iconic. He's what most people think of. He is essentially Donkey Kong's Yoshi, for better or for worse. So, Yeah, I totally agree. Um I love both Rambi and Ellie as well, and if if I absolutely had to pick just one, I would have to go Rambi for that exact reason. But Ellie, I would argue, is the better of the two animal buddies just because she can do so much. Um, but, well, I don't know, because Rambi really can just plow into anything. It's true. I don't think, can Ellie destroy uh, the Buzz enemies in DKC3? Um, not the not the invulnerable ones, but the the green ones. I think she can with the water. 
Right. Okay. Or, or maybe she That's can jump on them. I can't remember if she can jump on them or not, honestly, because we're we're getting close to three hours of hardcore Rambi discussion. <laughs> it's taking its toll on it's, you. It's 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 starting to to wear itself a bit thin. Yeah. It's like when you're transformed in Rambi and you're like right at the threshold of crossing the no animal sign. And you can feel, like, the Rambi life force leaving you. That's the way I'm, uh, I, I'm right all, now, so. All this body horror. I know. Ugh. But, yeah, it, that's what I'll say on it. I, I pick Rambi, even though both are very good. Yeah, and, and honestly, like, when Jungle Beat was coming out before it had been released and we knew like Rambi wasn't going to be in that it was going to be Hoofer the Wildebeest there there was all this uh, fuss and and strife in in the fandom and on the DK Vine form and from me and from me uh, I'm no angel I, I, I've committed some sins uh, but even Hoofer has grown on me over the years and he, I, I recognize that you know Jungle Beat works as as its own thing as Donkey Kong going to the faraway lands and not bringing anybody with him and and befriending the wildlife there and so I'm fine with Hoofer I'm fine with Ellie uh, I I want them all in the game I want them all hanging out why not uh, are you fine with Orko Diddy, I love- let's go I love Orko. I love Orko's babies. I love that Orko is in that song. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, that one Donkey Kong, like, it's, I forgot the name of the actual song, but they did the uh, cover of it, like a parody of it, except they made it Donkey Kong. It's, uh, uh, I clap my hands up in the air sometimes. Hundred bananas for an extra life. And then in the first one, they say, get on the rhino, diddy, let's go. But um, in the second verse, uh, it says, uh, swim with Orko, diddy, let's go. Oh, that's right. So Orko actually gets a shout out. I completely forgot about that parody from 2010. <laughs> Pretty cool stuff, huh? I didn't forget about it because I play it in my car every day. I mean, it's 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 no sexualizing Santa Claus, but you know, <laughs> it's still arousing all the same. It, it it got some of us off in 2010, that's for sure. <laughs> well, this has been a File Two production. Terrico.